I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. We're live. Doing, drafting, on Underdog Fantasy promo Coach Smitty in just a few minutes. First, we're going to tackle an uncomfortable topic and conversation like we always do before we draft we're drafting in nine minutes and 54 seconds but we're talking about avoids we're talking about who might be next we talked about jt over and over and over here on the channel talked about cooper cup stay away from my little cooper cup who's next is it christian mccaffrey and why might it be Christian McCaffrey, the Fantasy Football Show Live Draft Edition, Emergency. Every every draft edition is an emergency. Uh, uh, draft edition, little follow up, little emergency follow up show from the Cooper Cup News. It all begins right now. Live from the FantasyFootballShow.com studios. It's the Fantasy Football Show Live. Monday through Friday, 8 p.m. Eastern. Smitty is also live whenever news breaks. From the fantasyfootballshow.com news desk, here is your breaking news. So, we have uh, quite a bit of news to discuss. I think we have, let's see here, the dra- there's the draft page I was, I was on just a second ago. Um... We have some some news that you may have heard about already. I mean, we broke it earlier, the Cooper Cup news. Cooper Cup has re-injured his hamstring and is questionable, really, for, for week one and beyond. We haven't got a lot of details yet, but we do know re-injuring a hamstring is probably setting him back to square one, and therefore, we don't know what his 2023 season is going to look like. And so far, JT's been taken off the board as an early-round player, and if you took him, you got screwed. If you took Cooper Cup, you may have been screwed as well. A second year in a row, 30-year-old player with an injury history coming in. Writing was on the wall. The question you have to ask yourself right now, is this man next? And while he may produce one more elite season, I'm not saying it's not possible. I'm not coming in here and telling you that Cooper Cup uh, or CMC is going to 100% bust on you, but there is a high likelihood he does not play remotely close to a full season. He struggled with a knee issue last year that almost kept him out. There were some scares about his knee. Was he going to return uh, or was he going to miss some time after he was already acquired by the 49ers? And if we take a little bit of a, of a journey backward from there, when he was in Carolina walking into the, the season before before trading, getting traded to the Niners, when he was on the Carolina Panthers, he held an extreme amount of of injury risk coming off of two seasons where he completely failed you and people wrote off Christian McCaffrey I'll never draft him number one again he's not the running back one anymore and I was in that boat Uh, I felt the same way he had failed two years in a row after having one of the most aggressive aggressively fed workloads 
biggest percentage of his offense in the entire National Football League. No, no offense ran through a player more than the Carolina Panthers ran through Christian McCaffrey. His workload was through the roof. The roof. His workload was through the roof. And he 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 walked into last season as a big question mark. And then he goes to the, the Niners, which is a very nice situation. Very good offense. Um, but we have this report here that we, we've heard whispers of this. This is not new. Is this, is this the piece right here? I think this is it, yeah. So this is from ESPN. Now, this is one man's opinion, but this is something we've heard quite a bit and something I agree with, something I feel, even if this ESPN report isn't out. Um, ESPN's Dan Graziano believes the 49ers will take Christian McCaffrey off the field more often than the Panthers did. This is going to be something that evolves, and it's a catch-22, a a double-edged sword, where it's like if he plays too much, he will get injured. If they feed him to the tune of a top one, two, or three overall pick with his workload, even though he's still relatively young, his body is not. His body has been through the ringer. Nobody has been fed more than this man. And you have to ask yourself this. You have to ask yourself this one question. What does it mean? I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you will hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as um, simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more know, doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What does it mean to be a number one or number two or number three overall pick in fantasy football? Saturation, overfed, being extremely abused. You don't become the number one or number two or number three overall player in fantasy football without being overfed. Being overfed shortens your career. So when someone says, oh, he could be good till he's 30, when you're getting overfed like he is, there's a reason why Todd Gurley lasted a lot shorter than some other players that maybe aren't overfed and given top one to five running back numbers in fantasy football. There's a reason why a lot of times those guys at the top have a very short stint because they're getting overfed. Whereas other guys floating around running back seven, eight, nine, ten, they may they may not get overfed enough to be short, have a shortened career. Christian McCaffrey staring a shortened career in the face. Christian McCaffrey is probably the last riskiest, uh, most risky top five, top six, top seven overall player left on the board. And Cup's now out of the equation. He 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 had risk all over him, and we heard no no no. He's he'll be fine. He's Cooper Cup. He's a little Cooper Cup. He'll be fine. And maybe he still ends up coming back week two, week one. I mean, he could play week one. We don't know. I don't think he will. Uh, week four, maybe he's fine. Stafford's a mess. 
I'm staying away from Cooper Cup. I wouldn't sniff Cooper Cup anywhere near round number one. Nowhere near round number two. Give me Calvin Ridley over Cooper Cup. And we're talking round three at that point. I don't even know where I'd draft Cooper Cup. Would I give up a, a sixth, seventh round player for Cooper Cup right now? Yeah, I'd take that gamble. Maybe just to flip it. Maybe to hold it. But that's a that's not a really even a gamble at that point. That's buying at seller-dweller pricing. But Cooper Cup does not deserve to be a top 24, 25, 26, 27 overall player. Not with Jameer Gibbs on the board. Not with uh, Calvin uh, Ridley on the board. Not with Olave on the board. Those guys, no way. No way, no way. And Christian McCaffrey does not deserve to be grabbed over Bijan Robinson walking into 2023. Something that people aggressively fought back on. Lots of pushback. I don't think you're going to get pushback very much going forward. I think even though this is one report, this is one man's opinion, this is a, a very widespread uh, report by ESPN, and I, and it's just an opinion piece. But I think it, it sheds light on something you're hearing. You know, it's a little bit of doubt's been sprinkled on whether he's going to be playing all the time, whether Eli Mitchell is going to be put in the game to spell this man. Is he going to be going nuts in between the 20s, but getting taken out in the goal line situations, getting taken out near the red zone? And and again, remembering back last year where he suffered a knee injury and we weren't sure that he was going to uh, play a full season. There was a lot of scares. There was a, like a string of weeks where it was like, is, cup, is, cup, is CMC going to be able to play? Is CMC going to sit out? So... I think uh, I think you got a decision to make when you're on the clock and Bijan's sitting there. I think the decision I think the decision's easy. I think the decision is right in front of you. I think the decision is that Bijan Robinson, young, fresh legs, best rushing attack in the National Football League, even over the 49ers, which a layman doesn't know. A layman says to themselves, "Oh, Falcons don't." They aren't better at running the ball than the Niners. The Niners are better. No. No, that's what a layman thinks. A layman doesn't understand that the Falcons ran the ball more than any team in the National Football League in 2023. More than any team in the National Football League in 2023. The Falcons, ladies and gentlemen, were one of the heaviest run teams across the board in almost every single statistical category. And when we pull up the Falcons... Numbers here, and you see they're first in the NFL in the first column. Let me move this out of the way. We got 49 seconds anyway, we don't need the timer anymore. First in attempts 559, third in yardage 2718, fourth in yards per carry. Mind you, all without B. John Robinson, top 10 in touchdowns. Top 10 in 20 plus yards, fourth and 40 plus yards. This is the best rushing team overall in the National Football League, and they ran the ball more times than anyone in the National Football League. Bijan Robinson's the answer. It's been the answer for months. I've been telling you it's the answer for months, and I think it's time to start. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. 
Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible complex specialty care that cares about your ROI. It's possible because we're already doing it all while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Listening that when you're on the clock and you're thinking that Christian McCaffrey is the safest pick, you need to look at the youth movement, the changing of the guard and say to yourself, am I just scared of something that hasn't come yet? Am I, do I, am I a, I need to see it happen. Henry, is that who I am? Am I a, I need to see it happen, Ned? Am I a, I need proof, I can't go out on a limb, Lonnie? Is that what you want to be? Or do you want to put your balls on the table and say, let's ride, B. John Robinson. Let's ride and let's score some touchdowns. Hi, my name is B. John Robinson. I like long walks on the beach. And, well, I also like scoring touchdowns. Now, ladies and gentlemen, it is time to get into uh, a draft. And let me put the Super Chats on screen and go over those with you guys. Hang tight while I uh, drop them all on here in order in which they were received. Uh, This was the the most recent one, so let me put that sucker right over here. Let me put this one right here. Thank you, Joey. Thank you, AR5. AR5, appreciate you. Um, Avi, thank you for your super chat. And uh, you are sleeping on CMC Cup. Do not do not draft at all. Well, I mean, <laughs> where I wonder what you would have said about Cup last night, though. Um, but CMC is not. Uh, thanks for the super chat, though, Avi. CMC is not as safe as you think, Avi. Okay, all the super chats are on screen. I'm gonna get to those as we go through the first uh, draft or first draft. We're probably just gonna do one draft tonight. But here, let's go over to the, let's do, you know, weekly winners are almost over, but so, so are our best ball mania. Let's do a best ball mania. I don't know. I know everybody might not want to do the $25 one. If you don't click on the $15 weekly winner and just draft alongside of us, I'm going to go into the best ball mania. I'm clicking it now. Click it's $15 million in prizes, hit the enter button, and let's see how many, six more to start that will allow quite a few of us to get in a draft together. There are 214 of you in here. Please punch that thumb up button. And while we wait for people to jump into this draft, and again, you can do a, another one if you want. Uh, Brian O'Neill, $5 hauler. Fields, Tony Pollard, Garrett Wilson, A.J. Brown, London, Chris, Christian Kirk, Brees, DeMonte, Komet, Kincaid, Collins, um, Derek McKinnon. 10-man, should I make a trade or wait for the season? Tony Pollard, Garrett Wilson, AJ Brown, London, Christian Kirk, uh, Brees. I like your team a lot. Christian Kirk and Monty for one player. Christian Kirk and Monty for Debo. Christian Kirk and Monty for Kenneth Walker. Christian Kirk and Monty for for Calvin Ridley. Christian Kirk and Monty for. I mean, obviously St. Browns and guys like that. Your boys drafting from the one point four baby. One point four. That means I got one of my guarantees. I've got Kelsey, Bijan, or either JJ. 
Jamar Chase, so I'm golden from that spot right there. Absolutely love that four, four slot. Thank you, Brian, for the super chat. Hopefully that helps you construct a trade, my man. Racing Boy, CMC owner, do I uh, do I trade CMC? Still have Pollard. I mean, based on what I just said, that entire time, Racing Boy, uh, yeah. I mean, that's my feeling. You can keep him if you want. No one's telling you to sell low. I'm not telling you to go trade him for a um, you know, a third or fourth round running back. I'm saying if you can take CMC, turn him into a, a Debo and, and Walker or a Debo and Hall, I'm gonna do it, you know. I'm gonna I'm gonna do it. I think that's a, a good move. That's personally what I would do. You know, get as much as you can. And when JJ Chase, and I don't think this guy's one of ours. The great, the great ball, McCaffrey. There he goes. He's not. He's not one of ours. I I like Kelsey though. I'm tempted to go Kelsey, but I think I'm gonna go Bijan. With this, look at Bijan. Look how high he's ranked. He's definitely, you know, he's definitely climbing up. Racing boy, appreciate you. Yes, I trade him. I go get Bijan. Apparently, you can get Bijan straight up. So that would be the easiest solution. But you know, could you go get Yordia Pollard? Could you go get a Walker and Ridley? You know what I mean? Go to the Ridley owner. Go to the Debo owner. Go to the Christian Watson owner and see what kind of like RBs they have, so you can kind of construct some sort of two for one where you're getting two of our like Moon Men, Mars Men, and Associates on one in one trade. My Watson and Herbert for Alave. Christian Watson and Khalil Herbert for Alave. I would take Alave in a heartbeat. If that's Justin Herbert, I need to know your quarterback situation. Um, so I, if it's if it's Khalil, yeah, for sure. Avi, thanks again for your super chat. Um, you're sleeping on the idea of not sleeping on Christian McCaffrey, by the way. Would you trade JJ for Gibbs and Godwin? I, I don't think Godwin's enough to move that needle. No. Godwin's not a player I'm even really targeting. I'm not saying I wouldn't take him, but he's not somebody that I'm, uh, you know, going, oh, yeah, I can get Godwin in this. I just don't know what that offense is going to look like. 12, man, super flex, three wide receiver, two flexes, QB, Allen, Ritter, Kyler. Iffy quarterback play, I'd much rather have a Jordan Love if you can get pull, pull that off somehow. And I don't know if this is Dynasty. Wide receivers are CD, Waddle, Ridley, Watson, Mike Williams. Running backs are Kenneth Walker, Monty, Charbonnet. Nice, nice team. Good, good core. Mike Williams, I'm trading away. Uh, uh, I love Ridley. CD, Waddle, Ridley's fantastic. Watson, I think because you have four wide receivers right there. Well, you need to start. Yeah, you need to start them though. Tempted to still trade Monty and Mike Williams for one bigger, better batter running back even though you know you have nice depth to fill out the entire lineup i i think mike williams gets hurt at some point monty i like him but i don't love him so if i could get into like i've been saying a, a debo or a you have ridley already and you don't necessarily yeah you could use debo you could start him i don't know who you start as your other running back though um i know you're just giving me your starters but maybe you've got some other guys pacheco is a fantastic running back to go get I love Pacheco. So if you use Monty to get Pacheco and, let's say, uh, uh, a wide receiver that is very undervalued, JSN's fantastic to go get right now. And you usually can t trade Monty and somebody. Um, here's the draft so far. It went all the way down. It's almost back to me. Tyreek Hill, Austin Eckler, Tony Pollard, Stephon Diggs, Amon Ra, Kelsey, Nick Chubb, Garrett Wilson, flips down to Barkley, A.J. Brown, C.D. Lamb, Cooper Cup, 
Look at Cooper Cup falling already, but uh, still too early for me. I wouldn't take him in the round two at all. Adams, Calvin Ridley's going so high. Look how high Calvin Ridley's going. <laughs> it's great. It's crazy, bro. Oh, my God. Um, we'll open the phone lines in just one minute, guys. Hang tight. CD, CD Lamb. After, after my third pick, well, you know, it'll be quick because I'm coming around. We'll open up the phone lines. This is what I'm doing. Mike Williams and Monty for one better player, bro. One better player. And, you know, St. Brown comes to mind if he's there. Um, Kenneth Walker would be really, really nice. If, in, since you have Charbonnet, it makes... I'm sorry, you already have, you already have Kenneth Walker. But Brees Hall makes sense. I'm on the clock here. Alave's there. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to cue him in case I time out. Let's go Alave. I got nice balance. I've got Bijan and Alave. Feel pretty good about that. So yeah, Mike Williams and Monty, go get her done. Get her done, broski. Okay, after my next pick, we'll open up the phone lines. Have really two. I forgot to add that in, says Brian. Fields, Tony Pollard, Garrett Wilson, A, B, London, Ridley, Christian Kirk. Okay. So definitely feeling okay about trading Christian Kirk or London with DeMonte for that better player. But try and keep London on the team. And thank you for the super chat, bro. Appreciate you. Josh Jacobs went next. I will not touch him in round two at all. Wilson owner wanted CMC earlier today. So maybe... A Garrett Wilson and another piece. Yeah, for sure. I mean, even if you got, you'd have to list off his team, Racing Boy. But, like, let's say you could get Garrett Wilson and freaking, I don't know. Uh, Jameer Gibbs, Mahomes, and JJ. That's a really, really nice package there. I think Dragon's one of ours. So, it makes sense that he took uh, some of those movement. I was hoping Gibbs would have fall to me. But that's okay. There's plenty of talent left that I like. Uh, yeah, Racing Boy. Um, just give me give me the list of the guys he might have. Ten dollar holler from Clem. Appreciate you. To the moon, Clem, Smitty, and and Bijan to the moon. You to the moon. You're to the moon, pal. Okay. This is where people say I'm taking Debo too high. I don't think I am. Not to mention. I'm doing it. Bijan, Alave, Debo. And honestly, if something happens to Christian McCaffrey, kind of the theme of the night, Debo gets used a lot more. A lot more, and he looked very utilized, even with Christian McCaffrey, you know, with without Mac McCaffrey being hurt and the offense being, you know, geared to run and everything. It was Debo is fresh. Debo looks good. He looks thin. He looks slimmed down. I like the trio of, uh, uh, that I've got going on there. I do like Devontae Smith a lot, but I, I tend to lean in the direction of feeling like my my wide receiver crew. Has the potential to be the number one at the uh, on the team. 
Um, Black Falcon, appreciate you for dropping a super chat. Joey, thank you for your super chat. And Sean Diddy, appreciate your super chat as well. Let me go ahead and click on these right here. All right, phone lines are open. Dial in to the show. It went Ramondre, Devontae Smith, ETN, T. Higgins, Lamar Jackson, and now the Kelsey owner who has C.D. Lamb is on the clock. Two more picks, and then it flips down to the next round. Um, Avi, what's up? Yo, Yo, what's up? up? Yo, I respect your opinion on CMC's injury. You know, we all have different opinions in fantasy. I just think you're a little wrong. Because but but, but explain it. But explain it. No, yeah, I'm bad. the two injuries he had on the Panthers weren't as bad as you think they were. He could have came back the last five, six games, but the Panthers were so out of it that like they didn't they didn't need to play him at all. And when CM and if CMC's playing on the field, he's the best player in fantasy, and it's been that way every single time he's on the field. So I think the risk is worth it. He's only 27. If he's gonna have one more crazy year, it's gonna be this season. But that's, like, that's yeah, what I people said about Cup, though, 10 minutes ago, bro. You no, know. no. no it's, I don't want to get Cup and CMC in the same but, side. But but they, but, but, they, but they are in the same group. They Avi, they they are. They very much are. Everybody said no, the exact no, same thing. Yes, they are, Avi. They had the exact same situation. Cup can often oftentimes go right next to them neck and neck. They absolutely had the same no. value. Yes, Cooper Avi. Avi, Avi, Avi. Everybody in their what? mother... Has Cooper Cup and had Cooper Cup and CMC near the same? They're getting drafted almost identical, like top five. Oh, what are you talking about? That. Okay, but let's not act. Let's not let's not act like CMC is is in any different situation because Cup was. Oh, he's the best. He's the best receiver what? when he's on the field. Obvious, what you're saying when he's on the field, he's the best player. That's the line everybody and their mother's been using about Cooper Cup. Over and over and over. Look at last year. He had the most points per start. He's the best at his position. When he's on the field, he's number one. Obviously, it's the same thing you just said. That's what I'm trying to tell you. No, I'm not sure. No, don't get Coop and CMC mixed. I, I can get them mixed up as much as I want. I can get them mixed up, mixed up as much as I want because that's the whole point of what this show is about tonight is that they're the no, exact CMC, same. CMC, CMC no, can catch like seven to eight catches. And he could score a touchdown and get you 17 points on like his worst week. And Avi Mitchell's an Avi, it's as simple as this: his workload's extreme. I'm and, and I not not hold on, not in one not one time have I said he's not the best player on the field when he's on the field. Not one time did I say he's an absolute yeah, lock yeah. of a bust. Not one time. But to sit here and say I'm sleeping on Christian McCaffrey. When the writing's on the wall that the risk is there, Avi, let's not pretend like you know if that drop-off is here or not. I don't know if the drop-off's here or not, but I do know that the odds are pretty significant that at his age, for a running back that has the mileage he has, his shelf life's shorter than, than the average running back. There's no way he lasts longer than a less-utilized running back that has no injury history. He is overworked and been the highest percentage of his offense than any running back in the National Football League. And when you look at how quickly Todd Gurley drops off, how quickly all these other running backs that get overutilized drop off, Christian McCaffrey, who has an injury history, Christian McCaffrey, McCaffrey who got banged up last year, and there was, there was a definite worry that he was going to potentially miss some time, 
at certain points in the year. Hang hang tight real quick. I got to make this pick. I got Bijan, yeah. Chris Olave, Debo Samuel, Kenneth Walker on the clock. And I am looking at. Oh, boy. I'm going to time out, so I'm just going to take them early. I'm just going to secure up my QB situation. I took Trevor Lawrence a tad bit early, but I didn't want to time out. I didn't want to force anything. This is a little bit of Snipe City because there are a few people in here from our community. And it dried up pretty quick. I was hoping to get potentially a, I don't know who was going to fall there. I mean, Drake London going in four. He does go in four sometimes. Sometimes he doesn't. It just depends. But that's a good, that's a good team, though. I'm, I'm feeling pretty good about this squad right here. Trevor Lawrence, Bijan, Kenneth Walker, Chris Olave, Debo Samuel. I like that. And uh, some of these teams are looking good. All right, hold on, Avi. I, I, I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying, but you can't say you think I'm sleeping on Christian McCaffrey. Like, I don't even know what that means. We're talking about a... Because, no, I I don't want you to compare him to Cooper Cup. I will compare him to Cooper Cup. I will compare... Avi, I'm going to compare him to Cooper Cup. I will continue to compare him to Cooper Cup. How? That's the whole point. What do you mean how? I just told you how. He's the best player on the field whenever he's on the field. We hear that all the time about Cooper Cup. He's going to stay... He's only... He's only... He's only... Avi, let's not pretend that's not something somebody says every single time. He's the best player on the field whenever he's on the field. He's older. Doesn't matter. He's Cooper Cup. He'll be fine. He'll get overfed targets. He's he's older. He's going to get banged up. He's got an injury history. Christian McCaffrey's got an I injury agree. history. They both have injury histories. What are you talking about? They're, they're so comparable and parallel. I don't know what you're saying. Wait, wait, Cooper Cup's 30, CMC's 27. So and one's a running back, CMC. one's a receiver, Avi. The difference is no, 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 equal. No, no, no. The difference is equal. CMC. What do you mean, no, 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 no? What do you mean, right. no, 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 no? 27 years old as a running back is yeah. easily the same as being 30 as a wide receiver. What are you talking about? No, it's, yes, it is. Coop, yes, it is. Cooper Cup. Look, Cooper Cup hasn't had like three elite seasons. Christian McCaffrey's. Avi, Avi, you're repeating the things that I say about Cooper Cup all the time. You're not proving anything to me. I'm the one saying that. I'm the one saying that day in and day out, over and over. Cooper Cup, one electric elite season, one additional 1,100-yard season, which was a good season. Never proven. I'm the one that says that all the time. You're you're like a parrot repeating what I tell you all day long about this. That's not proving anything to me. But what I'm trying to tell you is that Cooper Cup and CMC, and it's so easy to say that Cooper Cup isn't that guy today, when, when just before the news broke, everyone and their mother was referencing, he's, he's Cooper Cup. He's going to be overfed targets. He's going to be the same why, guy. Why is Cooper Cup and CMC the same? They're not the same players. They're CMC. Avi, I'm not going to dance in circles on some. What are you talking about? It's fine. Okay, hold on. Rock out. Marsman, rock out. You're live. Yeah, can I give you my team from a 14-man draft? Sure, go ahead. Uh, Trevor Lawrence, B. John Robinson, Kenneth Walker, St. Brown, Christian Kirk, Kincaid, Dobson, McKinnon, uh, Jordan Love, Zach Charbonnet, Kendrick Miller, uh, Tank Dell, and Zay Flowers. Nice team, bro. Nice team. We're all, I'm almost yeah, I'm up here. I'm trying to figure out how to upgrade Kirk, but I like my team. Yeah, that. I like it. It's a good, it's a good team. Look, everyone's going to, everyone's going to push back on 
Bijan over CMC. I'm, it, does, it doesn't bother me. Like, it, it is what it is. And, and if anything, we still need to have as many people as possible, as many people as possible to continue to doubt that Bijan's the running back one. We need as many people to be spreading this gospel around, and that keeps his ADP at bay to some degree. Now, everyone's got a right to view Christian McCaffrey how they want. I even started off the episode saying, is he 100%, 100% a bust? No, he's not 100% a bust. There's no way to prove anything until it happens. So we can't sit here and be like, okay, he's 100% going to get injured. He There's an odds percentage chance that I think is extremely high that CMC does not deliver, not to mention Shanahan is going to potentially rip him off the field in a very, very uncomfortable fashion, in a very annoying fashion. And it's it's potentially going to bother a lot of people. I'm going to go, hold on one second, got to make a pick here. I'm going to go, this feels, I don't know, this feels okay. I don't feel like Evans is a bad pick. If I go Chris Olave, Debo Samuel, Mike Evans, I got Bijan Walker and Trevor Lawrence, feels pretty good. Um, I forget what I was saying. But good team, Rock God. I like your team. What I was saying was, uh, it's not like it's not like you can you can't call someone an absolute bust. It hasn't happened. It hasn't happened. Nothing's happened yet. But to to say I'm sleeping on CMC is just such a weird statement because it's not like I'm it's not like I'm out of pocket here to be like avoid him over Bijan, avoid him over. That's preference. I don't know, Avi. I just, I just I don't get it. No, I, dude, I think Bijan, you can make him RB1. I just think CMC is definitely with him. Like, I think I can go either way. I just think, I don't know why you're comparing him with Cooper Cup. Ah, uh, I think that's just weird. Okay. Okay, Avi. I, they're not the same player. They're not. No, no, she got Avi. But they, they're very comparable to their situations. They're both older players on the on the verge of declining. Like what? I, mean, do you, well, I don't understand what I don't understand what you're trying to say. I don't understand what you're trying to say. How are they not comparable? How are they not comparable? They're both on the decline. They're both right on the verge. How, how what? You don't know if CMC's on. He's gonna have one more crazy year this year. I'm telling. He could. Going, he could. He could. He could. But the the odds of it are not as high as I think you think. I think they are. Okay, well then that's why that's why we need you, Avi. Draft him over Bijan. Continue to do so so that we can get Bijan as late as possible. Please, please, please. Please continue. Like, like, Tell everybody. Like the past three years, he hasn't been that beat up because he was injured two of the years when you actually think about it. So he's more fresher than you actually think he might be for one more good season. Okay. <laughs> Just make sure you tell everybody. I would love Bijan to fall a little further. Uh, look, this is this, this is uh, this is the same pushback I got for the Cooper Cup stuff. It's the exact same thing. It's the exact same thing. The exact same pushback. The exact same vibe. The exact. I, okay, Avi, but what you're telling me is I can't compare, which I can't because I can do whatever I want. I can't compare CMC. To Christian McCaffrey when they're at the exact same age drop-off for their position. 27 is the new 30, and 30 years old for wide receivers is potentially their last year as well to where they can be as elite as they want to be. 
Maybe third. What's the noise going on there? Yeah, what is that? Is that rocket? Rock out or Avi? Mute your mute, mute yourselves and, unless you're talking. Let's see if it goes away. Thank you. Okay, Rashad White just went. You have a good team, by the way. I, I love know. Chris Olave. Thank you. I think Christian McCaffrey is a big fat avoid. And you know what? It will be unpopular until it doesn't. I remember when Christian McCaffrey was coming back from his injury in his second year. And I came on here every day and said, if he comes back, sell him. If he comes back, sell him. And I can't tell you how many people came in here and said, Smitty. And Bir Birdman says, CMC over Cooper Cup. No shit, bro. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? Cooper Cup's injured right now. What are you talking about? Okay. <laughs> I feel like I'm in Bizarro World again tonight. I feel like I'm in Bizarro World again tonight where you can't even have an opinion on something that's very, very, in my opinion, very predictive here. Christian McCaffrey is, is if I had to throw a percentage chance, just a, a, an educated, arbitrary number that, yes, is my guesswork, but it's my educated guesswork, I would say he has a, probably about a 40% chance of having a almost near 14, 15, 16 game season. We'll even call it 16 game season. Now that might be a big enough percentage for some of you to say, okay, I'll take those odds. But when you're talking about number two, number three, number four overall, and you're staring Bijan Robinson in the face, who's going to be fed more than enough in Atlanta, and he's going to probably lead the league in rushing yards if he stays healthy. And he could get hurt too. He could get overworked. Rookies hit a wall. There's some risk involved there. But it's a lot less risky than a player that has the boatload of mileage that Christian McCaffrey has with the injury hit, history on a team that injures their running backs. On a team where Kyle Shanahan's very capable of pulling him off the field, like we're reading and seeing and predicting, I think, uh, let's see here. I'm going to take him early just to secure it. I don't know what the, I think this one guy down here is going to snipe me. Uh, hold on, let me go to let me go to Cali Loco real quick. Cali Loco, you're live. What's up, Cali? Hey, I had a I had a question on uh, Dotson or Pickens. You're kind of close. Which one you like better? Um, probably, probably Dotson, but they're very, very close. One could be better than the other after one week. They could rotate back and forth. Um, yeah. Pickens is a dog, man. He just, he, he, you feel the vibe with him. Dotson, I'm not saying I don't feel the vibe. Travis, try calling it again. I, I missed the call. Um, I, 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 I feel the vibe with Pickens. I feel like Pickens, he has that, like, he has that that uh, St. Brown feel to him, where he's like got a chip on his shoulder in a very good way, in a very productive way. Not in a he's a diva, but in a very productive way, in the, in, in the sense that you yeah. want a player to be a diva. He he feels hungry. He feels ready. I'm not saying I don't sense that from Dotson. Dotson might give us that vibe immediately, but I, I'm just saying that I do 100% sense it from. Pickens, and so that's why, like, I sometimes want to lean Pickens on that answer, but it, it's it's a close call. How about, 
How about volume-wise? Like, because uh, I'm seeing, like, with McLaurin being out, maybe Dotson's going to get the early volume. And that quarterback sounds like they're going to let him throw some. But, uh, you know, Pittsburgh, I mean, that- you know, I know they're going to throw some too, but I'm almost thinking they're going to force-feed the run if they can. That coach, he likes to run the ball. You know, I mean that's like why that's why I do lean Dotson is I feel like with the turf toe to to McLaurin with the the cannon that is on the shoulder of Sam Howell whether you like Howell or not he's got a cannon he does and if you don't think he does then explain to me why in his first start as a commander last year he broke the franchise record for an air yard pass so he gets in there he's got a cannon Dotson's slippery. Dotson's uh, was my number one there anyway, which did get pushed back very early on in the offseason by an extreme degree, even in the community here. we It was like, McLaurin's still the guy. McLaurin's still the guy. I think everybody Dotson. sees Dotson coming now. And so Dotson's probably the dog you want to own, I guess, in that race. But, I mean, Pickens could easily grab a hold of that that spot. I, lo- I, love, I love Pickens. I love both of them. I want to own both of them. And... and and builds yeah. where I, I go early right. running back. I, I love drafting Pickens and Dawson as my like wide receiver two and three, but preferably three and four. The question is if you draft both of them yeah, at three and four, just, like who do you start? Well, they're kind of close. I'm going to go ESPN draft on the coming up this weekend. There, it seems like on, on all the mocks, they're like right close to each other. So they're going to see their names, you know, either one or the other. The yeah. other, the other one is, uh, and I like Ridley, but uh, on the on the mock drafts, it's DK or Ridley, and I know I like Ridley, but you know it's, it's tough. But, you know, DK's kind of, uh, you know, he's rising so fast. I liked it earlier when he when he was round four, and now he's in round three. Ridley, Ridley's now round two, three. Yeah. Yeah, Ridley went in the middle of the second round in this draft. Yeah. So DK or Ridley? Ridley. Ridley, yeah. yeah I, I think Ridley's I deserving of the, the the top of round three, even late second round pick. So I'm not scared to take him at the two three turn as my you know, my wide receiver one. And sometimes when I go quarterback yeah. early from that like twenty three, twenty four pick, you know, if I grab let's say a Hertz or a Mahomes or whatever, I'm loving I'm loving Ridley and Gibbs, you know, so like Chase, JJ, Ridley, Gibbs, or, um, or, or like I was saying, early quarterback. Sorry. If I went Bijan, Ridley, Hurts, I love that. Bijan, Ridley, Mahomes. And I try and make them the, I try and make Ridley the third rounder to help his ADP stay in the third round as best as possible. So I'll take home Mahomes or Hurts and then Ridley. But Ridley, Gibbs, or quarterback. And Ridley's fantastic. But I tend to not avoid Gibbs because of Fields and Burrow being available. At least in the the fourth round, I think in, in most draft formats, you'll get one of those guys in the fourth round. But not all not always do they fall. So you gotta you gotta make a judgment call. Cause what I always explain to people is while Fields or Burrow are better value in round four, if you can get Walker or equivalent that you like, whether it's Brees Hall, Ramondre, whatever, Etienne, Najee, whatever running back you love in round four. If you could get that running back with Mahomes, or you could get, you know, uh, Ridley 
with Fields. Fields and Ridley is, in my opinion, equal to or very arguable to Walker and Mahomes. You know, so just kind of apples to apples. People oftentimes say early quarterback's a mistake. It's not. It's not. It really isn't. It just preference, and it also is about flow. It's about is there a better play on the board that makes you say, let me go Fields later. Let me go Fields later, or are you forcing yeah. somebody you don't like like me, I won't take Waddle in round two. I'm just not as big of a fan of Waddle in round two. I'd rather go Mahomes and then take Walker. Instead of going Waddle Fields, I'll go Mahomes and Walker or whatever. And it's, it's very comparable. They're 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 equal. I keep hitting my knee on this desk. I got to move my desk back. I move some stuff around and I keep banging my knee. Um. All right, hang tight, real quick. Uh, uh Travis, what's up? You're live. Hey, um, I, I want to preface this just by saying, like, I understand CMC can obviously he could be the RB one. Obviously, it's healthy, so I don't want Avi and people thinking I'm like saying sucks or anything. But um, I just want to point out, like, not just Avi, a couple other people said too, like, oh, he could have came back those weeks, but in 2020, he had an ankle sprain in week two. He was out to week nine. Got Hurt his shoulder week nine, was out to week 14, then hurt his thigh when he came back week 14 and missed four games the rest of the season. Then in 2021, so he couldn't come back that year at all. Then in 2021, he missed a few, five games with a hamstring, came back, played some games, rolled his ankle in week 12, and they put him on IR. So... There was no way he was coming back. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I didn't understand Avi's con. I just, I just don't want to argue with him on that point. But like, there, yeah, it's, I, it's not, it's not like he had little, in, it's not like he had little injuries. I don't know why that's always people always turn to that. Yeah, he, I, he, he couldn't stay I on the field. Piss him off. I just, just wanted to point no, out you're good. people weren't mistaken it. So, All right, yeah, cool. yeah, and also, yeah, I, I mean, yeah and also, I prefaced this at the beginning, just that is there a chance he plays a full season? Of course there is, but. I, I just find it so funny when people deny the fact that the age is up there. Okay, 27 at his workload is like basically 30 at a much lesser le- workload. He His body, it doesn't matter if he missed time, his body, having the injuries that were just described and trying to play through them and rehab them puts as much wear and tear on your body as playing healthy. Like there, there's a lot that goes into that. Not to mention your body ages at a certain like time frame anyway, no matter how much you've taken off. Like Cooper Cup, for example, when people are trying to say Cooper Cup was running, he looked good. And what I said was, doesn't matter. If he could look speedy fast today, but at 30 years old, his body will not allow him to do certain things and it's just going to give out like the hamstring gave out again. And in, in CMC's case, his workload is so aggressive more than any player in the National Football League, he's always the highest percentage of his offense. In Carolina, it wasn't even close. He was the highest percentage of his offense than anybody in the National Football League. And the amount of volume he got was to the point where the year he first got injured, the not not obviously last year, not the year before that, but the year before that was the first year he went absent and, and induced everybody, ghost everybody, What what was a year where his volume had already kind of been to the point where we're like, when do we have the conversation? It doesn't matter that he's younger. Are we having that conversation this year about this uncomfortable conversation of of Christian McCaffrey's workload has been so crazy. We've seen this kind of volume break young running backs 
uh, uh, DeMarco Murray, uh, CJ2K. Like there, there's guys that get like this overworked. Doesn't matter. The the balance is different for every running back. He's a receiving back um, and a running back, so his balance will be different, and his abuse level, his ability to take take uh, the amount of volume is different because it's offloaded as some some reception work, some some rushing work. But the bottom line is this conversation was getting kicked around, especially by me, even f- even at that year where he finally got injured. So it, it's like, okay, Christian McCaffrey's workload has added up so much, he could potentially start getting hurt. And what happened? He got hurt. He missed that, pretty much destroyed everybody's fantasy season that year. And people came at me then and said, how can you say this about CMC? Whatever. The next year, he completely destroyed people's fantasy season again. Two years in a row. And even when he came back, what did I say? Sell him. Remember that one guy? I forget what his name was. He came in here every day. He's like, when Christian McCaffrey comes back, you're going to be sorry. He's going to be running back one. And what did I say? He will be until he gets hurt. He'll be running back one. The moment he's on the field, he's the best running back in the National Football League. The exact same thing I said. And I don't know if that's going to be the case this year. I think Bijan will be, actually. But but that's the same thing I said about Cooper Cup when he's on the field. Yeah, everybody can keep saying it all they want. He's the best receiver. He's the best. More points per game than anybody. That's why they're the exact same thing. That's why they're both players that you avoid. They're both players going in the top five. They're both players that everybody says is the best at their position. They're the exact same thing. And their age difference is the exact same uh, territory of drop-off. Running backs, 27-28 is your final destination. Receivers, 30-31. Very rarely does a player play at an elite level at 32 years of age. Hold on, I'm going to time out here. Uh, Shiat. I was going to time out, so I just grabbed Jordan Love. Um, so, so look, look, I get everybody's going to say, Smitty, this is, I, you can't say this about Christian McCaffrey. That we're going to have the same conversation about Travis Kelsey potentially next offseason. And, and everyone's going to get really upset. I'm not saying that I'm necessarily going to lead the way on that front, but after Kelsey has this one last hurrah, there's going to be an uncomfortable conversation that a lot of people are going to push back on and that's the nature of this thing. Trying to decide when to jump ship before you're trying to catch this falling knife and trying to, to not be left holding the bag. It's not easy. It's uncomfortable. Uncomfortable conversations have to be had. A lot of people have some ties to these players. A lot of the people that aggressively argue with you own Christian McCaffrey, own Cooper Cup, own JT. And I think so far, avoid JT, avoid JT, Look at that. Avoid Cooper Cup. Avoid Cooper Cup. Look at that. I think, Avi, I've got a little leeway here to say that I could be on on a pretty good streak here to say that if this is my next guy up, he's it's probably a pretty, pretty good chance right now that maybe I'm assessing this properly. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. But this guy I screams. This, well, of course you do now, but I wonder what you would have said no, no, two weeks ago. Okay. No, I, I don't like Cooper Cup at all. I took Tyree Kill. Like, like people in the chat right now saying saying uh, uh, CMC uh, uh, over Cooper Cup. Like, who's arguing that CMC's not over Cooper Cup right now? Cooper Cup's not getting drafted. Well, you're, you're comparing their like. Uh, I am. Cooper Cup was hurt. Like I'm comparing their risk the level, Avi, and they're 100 percent in line with having the same type of risk level. Cooper Cup's way high. I'm sorry, but Cooper Cup's is way uh, higher. Avi, he's hurt right now. Of course it is. 
Yeah, I know. So why are you comparing CMC to Cooper Cup? Does, does, does anybody else listening? Because I don't think Avi's listening. I don't think Avi, yeah. you're you're hearing what I'm saying. I don't think you're hearing anything I'm saying. It's, I, just, I don't. I don't think CMC's <laughs> with Cooper Cup. It's our Cooper, Cooper Cups are Cup Avi. 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 Can I explain? Can I explain something to you? Because <laughs> I don't think you're listening. If you've got two things right, if you got two things right here, and you say both of these are going to break, and one of them breaks, okay, that's Cooper Cup. He broke, and I'm saying these are the same thing. And you go, no, it's not. Cooper Cup's way riskier than than, than CMC because it already broke, Avi. I already said it was going to break, and it broke. Me saying that they're the same thing means that the the pattern, what you just experienced with Cooper Cup is really high likelihood you're going to experience it with CMC. No one's saying that they have the same risk level right now anymore. Cup already broke. One, 24 hours ago, Avi, Cup didn't have any risk. That pe- yeah, so people people, were, like people weren't worried about him. What are you talking about? I know. So why are you acting like CMC is on his injury risk level? I don't think he is. He's never had an ACL injury. He's never had that series of an injury. He's never torn his ACL. So? You could argue that ankle sprains and soft tissue injuries are more serious. Yeah, Avi, ACL injury doesn't necessarily determine whether you're going to be... There's so many moving parts to what you're saying. You ACL injury doesn't determine anything. Is it? What's the, 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 what's the collateral damage? No, it doesn't. It doesn't determine anything. If there's meniscus tear... Then you have a lot of issues and concerns. There's a lot of moving parts to what you just said. You can't just say he didn't have an ACL tear. He's not. It's not a big deal. He could have an ACL tear. You know how many players have ACL tears? Uh, Priest, Holmes, Dalvin Cook. They've gone on to have amazing careers. It's, the ACL tear doesn't do anything. It's what is his injury history? You look at all the knee issues he has. I'm more worried about the the knee soreness, the meniscus, the 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 uh, sprained knees, the things that he's encountered over and over. Last year he suffered a, a knee sprain, had a lot of swelling, almost missed some time. There's a lot of reasons to worry about his knees without an ACL tear. ACL tear doesn't determine anything. It's how how is it, how are his knees holding up? Is he going to tear a meniscus? Is he going to have all kinds of uh, of ankle issues and soft tissue issues because he's been overworked at some point at some point um these guys are going to fall off and there is no reason to believe that the risk level isn't at least severely high even if you want to bank on it even if you say you know what okay but this is what you should have said coming in and this is what i would have said obviously i understand it is i'm willing to take on the more than more than normal risk level and I understand why somebody would go down the Bijan Avenue, but I, I just I believe he's going to overcome that risk level. You're acting like him and Cooper Cup didn't before 24 hours ago. Avi walk into the same exact situation. They did. They were sitting in the same exact situation. Just because Cooper Cup broke doesn't mean that the comparison's no longer there. No one's saying that they're the same level now. Cooper Cup broke. But they, they absolutely were in the same boat. The ages match up perfectly per position. The the drop-off age for running backs, the drop-off age for wide receivers, and there is a percentage chance Cooper it, Cup there is a percentage chance Cooper Cup could have went through and had a fantastic year, one more last hurrah. But the percentage was low. There is a percentage chance that CMC could, but we'll find out if that happens. We'll find out if that happens. 
uh, 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 let's see. Hold uh, on. I got a four. I got to hold on. I got to put the four. Uh, four four. Oh, hold on. I'm gonna time out here. Niner Rick, what's up? You're live. L- let me guess where you're gonna go with this. There it is. I'm in. You're in. What's up, Niner Rick? What's up, baby? I wanted to. Uh, did you did you by any chance get a chance to get to the eight month membership uh, message I sent in there? Uh no. Let me let me pull that up and let me let me put this caller on hold real quick and see see who this is. Uh, four, 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 three caller. You're live. Who is this and where are you calling from? I'm going to put you on hold, but who is this? Yeah. Four, uh, four, four, three caller. Who is this? You're live. What's your name and where are you calling from? The, 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 the risky Roger from Maryland. Absolutely. Okay. Uh, hang tight. Mute yourself if you could, and I'll come circle back around in a minute. Risky no Rogers from Maryland. Okay. Got in there. Okay, Niner Rick, go ahead. Um, I didn't have a chance. I'll, know, pu- I'll pull it up right now. Okay. But go ahead. What can I do for you? You know where I'm going with it. So Yeah, uh, I, I, Niner Rick, I, I, have I have a feeling. I have a feeling. With the Cooper Cup and the Jonathan Taylor thing, you did call it. I give you credit where credit's due, but – Jonathan Taylor was in a contract dispute already, and Cooper Cup had already injured his hammy before you called it. And then they just I love Cooper how, Cup got a setback today, and then Jonathan Taylor didn't work out the way he wanted it to. So I love how easy way, it is. I, I got to give you credit where it's I know, but I, right. I appreciate that. But I love how easy it is for people to say, okay, you got this right, but, and then this is going to be different. And I'm not saying I will, I'll, I'll go three for three on this. I'm just saying that the risk level, this is like the roulette wheel that I try and explain to everybody. There's a roulette wheel. And if you imagine the how many how many spaces are on a roulette wheel, it's um, what is it thirty? I don't know, probably forty. Thirty something. Thirty-eight, forty. How many, some one of our uh, you know, where's Denny? Where's Denny when we need him? <laughs> Denny, how many? Let, let's just call. I think it's forty. Can someone look it up real quick? Give me that so I can speak truthfully about it and 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 not not feel like I'm running my mouth on something without the exact. exact it's probably because I think it has to be an even number of red Hold and on. black, right? Ziggy, how many spaces are on a roulette wheel? Here's something I found on the web. According to studysoup.com, thirty-eight. Ziggy off. Okay, so oh, th- thirty-eight. So th- think about it. Think about it from this perspective. This is what I. This is what I always describe with with uh, injuries. This is the easiest way to, to to understand it. If there's thirty-eight spaces on our roulette wheel, and let's say you have an X on one space, a check mark on another, and the check mark is how likely the player is to play a full healthy season. And you took you take someone like Bijan. It's it's lit up with green check marks all around, except for maybe like five. Or six spots on the entire 38 slot roulette wheel that have a, a check uh, an X, and so you spin the ball, boom, 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 boom. What are the odds Bijan gets injured? Look at Brees Hall. Brees Hall, the ball fell in one of the X's. It can happen to anybody. Anybody can tear an ACL at any moment. When you're talking about Cooper Cup, JT, CMC, um, Josh Jacobs, Adams, for all different reasons, they have more X's than I think anybody should feel comfortable with given their cost of entry and that's what i'm merely saying here cmc last year had a whole bunch of red x's but he got through it he banged up he got his knee banged up a couple times there's serious risk to cmc missing like two three games but he kept coming back 
kept playing. It was it was it was amazing. He takes care of his body better than really anybody in the National Football League. So there is that. That's why he's been able to go as long as he has. But if I had yeah. to if I had to predict and Christian McCaffrey's the ball could still land on one of the the many green check marks that are on his roulette wheel, I'd have to say that thing is littered with half red X's and half green check marks. It's like a 40% to 50% likelihood that he plays a near full season. And so Avi, if you want to take that gamble, you might you might land it. You might win it. You might not you might not get screwed, but for number 2, 3 overall for as, as running back 1, I'd rather take the chance on the guy that I think could absolutely outperform him anyway that has far less you know risky plots on that roulette wheel. That's that's the best way to explain it. And and I know that Well there you go, Smitty. That's where the that's where my membership chat comes in. Let's see if you wanna let's see if you wanna dive into that, get a little little side bet going on Bijan and CMC. But, bro, 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 I don't I, I don't do side bets with many people because that opens a door to me absolutely having like 20 push-ups or something you know, oh like, uh, yeah crazy, okay like, sure sure friendly little side bet. yeah i just the reason you know, i like, open like the doors because then but I then you do 20 push-ups on a live chat sure sure remind me about it you know remind me about I it i can't find that i can't you know, nothing crazy, i know? can't find the gift yeah i know but the reason i don't even accept those is because then everything out of my mouth someone's trying to say okay you just said <laughs> something let's bet on it and it just it gets tiresome it gets tiresome to yeah i get you uh hold on i'm going to time out Hey, but you know what, Smitty? That's what keeps your show the best, man, is because you have these takes and then you allow us to call in and debate about them and talk about them. And, you know, it could go either way. You never know it could go. But you know me, I'm a Niner faithful, so I'm, I'm going CMC all day. I know you are, and, and that makes sense because you're a, you're a blinded Niner fan, which is, is respectable. <laughs> and, you know, I'm jealous in some ways that you have that kind of, you know, loyalty. Um, I, I, I'm always thinking player. I'm not thinking you know, team necessarily. I still think player, I still think I would, I still think McCaffrey, he's just too much of a dual threat. And, and in that offense, he can do it all. He's probably going to have close to a hundred perceptions, you know? Like, okay. But no, but here, here, here's, but here's the other thing. Like we just talked about earlier, the, the odds are high that Shanahan's going to keep him fresh, bro. The odds are high that what you're yeah. anticipating to happen is not going to actually happen. I don't think CMC, if CMC gets fed to the tune you're talking, he gets injured. That, that's what I'm hoping is. The, the, I'm it, hoping we use him more in like the screen game and the short route running game. I don't want him running between the tackles like Shanahan does. I don't want him pounding him through the middle like Shanahan does because that's where he's going to get hurt. A a you're do that all day. a you're trusting a coach that injured every single one of your running backs and you started off with seven of them and you shoved your wide receiver into the running back room. Then you injured every one of your quarterbacks, every single one of them. And you could say it's bad luck. People get hurt in football. That's not the case. You know it, and I know it. That this is a very, very strange. It's too much, it's too much of a coincidence to be bad luck. A hundred percent. And a lot of it is the scheme. His scheme is very, very, very aggressive on everybody yep. on the offensive line, yep. on on the quarterback. You know, having his tight end block a linebacker on all kinds of moving, you know, part type plays where people are shifting and pulling and. And and everyone's getting ripped from their 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 their. Hold on one second. I'm going to time out. I don't know where this team went. This is what happens when I get laid into a draft. <laughs> um, I I I just think that that it, here's here's where I think you're wrong, and and maybe it ends up playing out your way, and I and I end up you know losing this prediction, which is fine 
because it's an odds game. I don't necessarily think there's any way to say anything's 100%. So this is me saying eight times out of 10, if I play the cards the way I'm playing them, I'm going to avoid being left holding the bag with the Christian McCaffrey breakdown, a Cooper Cup breakdown, a JT unraveling. By using the process that I deploy, the how many red flags situation are we looking at? How old's the player? What's the injury history? And I avoid this player, this player, this player, this player, this player. I might be wrong on two out of five or two out of seven or two out of eight. Some years will be different than others. But what I'm telling you is if you believe that Christian McCaffrey is going to go lights out this year, have 100 receptions, I think you're trusting that Shanahan's going to use him to the tune that he'll either break, which I think he would if, if he used him that much, and two, you're trusting Shanahan to not scale him back this year to keep him healthy for the playoffs. He's an older player. Every year he plays, he's at more of a risk no matter what. At 27 years old, he's a risk of getting hurt, and, and, and Shanahan's going to say to himself, I, I got to make sure that he's available when push comes to shove in the playoffs. The middle part of the season doesn't necessarily matter as long as we're winning games. And if the Niners are up big with that amazing defense, do you think Christian McCaffrey's not coming out of the game a little early here and there? And they put in Eli that Mitchell, you know, like I just think everybody's thinking that McCaffrey is going to be needed to ball out every single game, all game. This is an older player. To, to the standard of a running back, an older player with a massive, massive mileage and an injury history. He may not play in the fourth quarter of every single game, ladies and gentlemen. And, it, and I have a feeling that McCaffrey, some of the, the letdown and bust potential, everyone's thinking I just mean he's going to get hurt. It might just be usage. That's why I led with that, that piece of news that said that he believes, the ESPN uh, Graziano guy or whatever his name was, that he believes that the Niners will be pulling him off the field more than the Panthers ever did, and they're going to they're gonna look to keep him fresh. The The part about McCaffrey is not just injury. It's workload. It's it's Mitchell. It's The defense is so good. How many games are going to be blowouts? McCaffrey is going to be so frustrating to own him and watch, and watch Eli Mitchell score touchdowns and run for 100 yards. Do you think they'll game. use him more? Do you think they'll use him more or less or the same as they did when he came on the team last year? Less. That, that, but that's what I'm just that's what I'm trying to tell you is is you think he's going to be used the same he's not McCaffrey's going to be saved and your defense is going to be so tough that any blowout he's coming off the field there's no reason there's no reason to run him late in the third and fourth quarter if you're up by 20 something points Eli Mitchell's going to go out there yeah, well, it's like yeah. in, against Seattle last year, he had, he had 26 carries. That's, I mean, I know that wasn't most weeks, and you might be able to do that once in a while, but, you know, 26 carries, 19 carries. I mean, they're playing the Eagles, the Falcons are playing some good teams this year. I'm not worried. I can't wait for that Eagles matchup, baby. Can't but wait. If, if they're close games, if, if they're close games, though, that's the thing too. Like they're gonna be. They're not gonna rest them. But if they're right, so yeah, we have a tough schedule. Yeah, we have a tough schedule. Let them, let them fly to win. The we might, we might not be able to. We might not be able to sit them as much as we want to because we're gonna be in such tight game. Besides that's the Arizona like, games, yeah, they might like, like want to. And the Rams. Like, Arizona and the Rams, he's coming out fourth quarter. We're going to smash. Well, that's but, that's four games right the there. Steelers, bro, even the Steelers. Don't sleep on the Steelers. Even the Steelers week one. Yeah, that's going to be a, be a tough game. matchup. Yeah, but it's also going to be a tough – it's going to be a tough – 
yeah, it's gonna be a tough game right. for him to yeah, have this, the game. I'm agreeing with you. Yeah, I, I, I just think that everybody needs to temper their expectations. Bijan Robinson is gonna play in an offense where they run the ball better and more times. And and anybody, think McCaffrey will finish top three. I think he doesn't either stay health. I think he doesn't stay healthy for the full year. And I think that he probably frustrates owners more if he does somehow stay healthy for a majority of the year. He's going to frustrate owners in terms of the workload. That's my whole point. There's um, yeah. one the, of the Rams games is the last game of the season, so that doesn't count towards anything. You always play the second to last week, so that's pretty good. Well, that's like 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 last year. I'm looking at the game log real quick. Like you were saying, Arizona the Rams last year against the Rams. They won 38-10, and he only had seven carries. That was the game where um, Eli Mitchell came in and had like 13, 14 carries, something like that. And if I know he's injured too, but between, hey, between him and Mason. Uh, real quickly, guys, i got to get through some of these super chats. So if everybody can mute real quick, we'll come back around and continue this conversation. Okay. Detest, tell me what team you had. Yep. Oh, Detest had a super chat. Okay, super, super chat. Let me get to that. How has my team looked so far in this draft? Um, let's see, comma, where's your team? Oh, there it is, comma. Okay. Good thing your name's the same. Everybody has different names everywhere. Kelsey, um, Lamb, Christian Watson, McLaurin, Sky Moore, very, very solid so far. Najee, you got, uh, I would probably, if I were you, I would have got Jalen Warren. Um, Javante Swift, Algier, Vaughn, Aaron Rodgers, Daniel Jones. Very good team. I like it. I'm trying to see if I recognize anybody else in here, um, and go over their team. I'll keep it up for a minute just in case. Uh, Kama, thank you for your super chat. I appreciate you. This one from the test. Which draft is this? Uh, which draft is this? This is uh, Best Ball Mania. In an auction league, I have Bijan, Gibbs, Komet, Kenneth Walker, Alave, Fields, K9. Uh, you have two K9 copies. That's great. Charbonnet, <laughs> Hollywood, JSN. I love your team. Uh, you tried to slip K9 in there twice just to make it look a little nicer, but it's, you didn't need to. It's really, really solid. Fields, Bijan, Gibbs, Kenneth Walker, Alave, Hollywood, JSN. JSN's going to be fantastic as your wide receiver, too, eventually. I really think JSN's going to help. I don't want to say be a league winner as much as like a league assister. You know, he's going to like help you a, a winning. He's going to give you an assist, you know, when you need it. He's going to be that, that. That key component of completing your team to being a, a, a you know turning a monster into a super monster. I think JSN is going to have a really 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 good year. Golf fifteen week fifteen to week seventeen for Cup CMC. So if you're if you worry about CMC and Cup, you may get uh, may get hurt. I believe drafting deeper at running back wide receiver to create some cushion for the worst case scenario. Says Golf. Thank you, Golf. Appreciate your super chat. And there are ways to to draft him too. Like it depends where he falls. Like, am I gonna buy CMC? Of course. At what point though? Not anywhere near his ADP. But if he fell to like the turn pick at twelve thirteen, of course I'm gonna take a gamble on him in one league. Why but would you go to, there? But to be honest, um, like let's say he got banged up, similar to Cup, and he fell. I, I'd be, I, or, or let's just say, let's just say he fell. I'm not saying I'd take him in every single league. I wouldn't. If if Christian McCaffrey were sitting there at ten overall. And I had the tenth pick in four straight drafts. There's no way in hell I'd take CMC in all four of those. I would take him in one. That's wild. I would take. How is that wild? wild. How is that wild, Avi? CMC at ten overall. Oh, oh what? I don't think you're hearing me, Avi. I don't think you're hearing me. But that's okay. Any moves you would make? 0.5, 12 team fields. Pacheco, Walker, Wilson, 
Devontae Smith, Pitts, Amon Ra, Benches, Zay Flowers, Richardson, Javante, Charbonnet. Um, this is a good team. I, I guess I would say, yeah, it's a great team. Amon Ra, same, uh, Devontae Smith. I would potentially move Kyle Pitts if you could. Make sure you get McKinnon. Kyle Pitts and Javante, Kyle Pitts and Dobbs. I mean, those are Kyle Pitts and Zay Flowers. Those are all potential moves eventually to make. I just think that Kyle Pitts has some value. You got a Conquo. I'd be sneaky with that. Go upgrade something. I don't know what you'd even upgrade at this point other than Pacheco and maybe even, and I don't want to say Devontae Smith needs to be upgraded, but if you could go get a Garrett Wilson using Pitts, I'd probably do it. If you could take Pacheco and turn him into a a, a potential, I don't know, uh, Pitts and Pacheco for I don't think you could get a Pollard, but if you could get a running back, let's just go to let's go to the draft board here and just take a look at, at a player that is getting taken like in the in the third round, second round, like Gibbs for example. Like would I take Pacheco, Pitts and Pacheco, and turn it into Gibbs? Absolutely. Those are the moves I would potentially make with your team. Um, this right here, passing TDs are six points, point five TD. Would you trade Mahomes, Swift for Fields? Mahomes and Swift for Fields, Khalil Herbert and Elijah Moore? Absolutely not. Um, I love Fields. Fields is a guy I think could be the number one, but there's no benefit. I mean, I like Herbert, I like Elijah Moore, but there's no way I'm I'm valuing them over Swift anyway because I like Swift a little bit more. And Mahomes is just a guy you're not going to want to trade down. Even if if you have a chance to own Mahomes, I think you you take advantage of that, and and you're going to own Fields in a lot of other formats at a much lower cost of entry. There, the the ADP values Fields is a fourth rounder, third rounder, fourth rounder, and Mahomes is a second rounder. So it's just not smart trading. Uh, your team is Mahomes, Gibbs, Ridley, uh, Watson, and Joku. If you're going to trade Mahomes down to Fields, you need to have it reflect in the market value. You need to say, okay, Mahomes is a second rounder, Fields is a four. Give me a Christian Watson, straight up, two for one, or give me a at least at least, bro like some sort of Pickens or Jahan Dotson or something like that. But even that doesn't feel like enough to move that needle. I really do believe you have the ability to command a London or a Christian Watson or a Brees Hall even to make the move down from a Holmes to Fields because the market tells you that they're two rounds apart and therefore you're literally selling low when you don't need to. That's That would be my advice there. $10 Super Chat. Thank you for the, the Super Chat, by the way. This uh, $10 hauler from... The moon. Uh, from uh, from Patel says, "Give me that good good advice, Smitty. Twelve man PPR, one QB, two running back, two wide receiver, one flex QB. Lamar, Bijan, Brees, Hall, Demont, Charbonnet, Amon Ross, St. Brown, Calvin Ridley, Christian Watson, fantastic. Uh, Chris Godwin, Jahan Dotson. I like Dotson more than Godwin's, so I'm I'm moving Godwin and I'm moving Demont for one player." I go get Debo. I go get all these guys that are near this three, four round territory. Walker went at 45 overall in this draft. London went at 41. Brees Hall went at 40. Um, Javante Williams at 58. Uh, I don't know that I would give up Chris Godwin and Monty for him. Not because I don't think it would work out, but because I think the market commands more. But that's the kind of thing I'm thinking if I'm you. And honestly, you could give up Demont. And and God went to upgrade Tyler Higby into an Andrews. You're one of the teams I'd say upgrade your tight end position because you got so much depth. I think uh, with CMC news, does that make Mitchell a sleeper? I think Mitchell and Mason together could be a, a standalone sle- uh, sneaky grab by a team that doesn't own Christian McCaffrey because I think that that Mitchell will get hurt because he always gets hurt. So Mason and him together, 
I, I have a bad feeling the entire running back crew is going to go through injuries in San Francisco to where like they're all getting hurt at some point. It's such an aggressive system and a system and that's why I really fear that a guy with the injury history that that CMC has mixed with the fact that um <coughs> his his uh, workload's so crazy and he's getting older it's just it, it's a recipe for disaster in that system but with Kyle Shanahan in his decision making too like maybe he takes him off the field sometimes but this is the same guy that I believe in the same game it was when Trey Lance was run up the middle and he he got injured in that same game at the half, two plays, I believe, before halftime, they wanted to run the clock out, and they ran Debo Samuel up the middle. And then the next play, they kneeled it, and then went to the went to the the, the locker room. Just absolute crazy weird decision-making by Kyle Shanahan and, and the, the, the risk he puts his players in. Deep league start, Conklin, uh, Musgrave, Irv, or Knox. I'd probably go Musgrave. I'd roll the dice on Musgrave. There's a little bit of risk there. Knox would probably be safest, but I don't know that the ceiling's very high. $10 hauler from uh, Diddy. Appreciate Diddy dropping the super chat. Diddy, uh, QBT Law, love. This is a keeper league, new new startup. Gibbs, Aaron Jones, Kenneth Walker, Monty Charbonnet, Garrett Wilson, Christian Watson, Tony Dell. How did I do? I took Gibbs instead of Pollard. And Aaron Jones over Brees. I would not have taken Aaron Jones over Brees, especially in a in a a keeper draft. I mean, I guess you know you may not even be keeping those guys. It depends on the amount of keepers. I get it, but I would have taken I would have taken Brees over Aaron Jones. Um, Gibbs and Pollard are are very debatable, but I think Pollard with his higher ADP makes more sense to try and let Gibbs fall in most situations. But I can't fault anybody for liking Gibbs over Pollard. I love them both equally, quietly. But you, for, for anybody listening or watching, you get Gibbs at the 2-3 turn at the earliest. You take Pollard at sometimes 12 overall. So their values are not close, whether we believe they will be or not. You've got a phenomenal team. I trade Aaron Jones. I trade um, I trade Aaron Jones and Monty. And honestly, I'd trade both of them for a... Let's see here. Because you have Gibbs and Walker... I wouldn't be all opposed. Let's see. You got Christian Watson, Garrett Wilson. I'd trade, I'd trade Aaron Jones for Debo or even Ridley. If you, if you can get rid of Monty and Aaron Jones for Ridley, I'd do that. Even in a, in a, in a keeper where you're like worried about longevity keeper leagues, you don't keep everybody, right? It's not a dynasty. So I'm not worried about that long-term like, Oh, does Ridley have more than two years left type of thing. He probably won't even need to be one of your keepers. T-Law, Jacobs, J.J., Devontae, Madison Hall, Waller, Javante, uh, Judy. I need ideas on who to target. I'm trading away Judy. I don't know that you can do it anymore. And that's another one. Like, really, really, I, I, I'd say from the big injury things we've called lately, like, Judy was probably the first one to go down of the avoids. So, like, essentially... And I and I'm not saying I'm going to be right on everything. I'm not I'm not claiming that. But like we're really three for three on some of the bigger avoids avoid these guys. What in the hell? I'm making a stink about it and literally smashing this mallet into into you know oblivion, destroying the sticker. Look at the stickers on this thing that are on there. I'm destroying my mallet because I'm I'm complete my gavel because I'm completely upset that people are drafting Judy as high as they are, and now you can't trade them away for a ham sandwich. So really, it's three for three at this point. In terms of the the big you know misses, I think in terms of drafting these guys high. Jacobs is next. CMC is on my list. 
and 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 Adams is is also on the list. I think O'Connell could save him later in the season, but we'll have to see. So it, it, this team right here, I'd say Jacobs and Madison. I'm trying to get rid of Duty. So Duty and Jacobs for one better player. Give me Gibbs all day long. Obviously, give me guys above that like Pollard, but give me. Um, you've got you don't have Kenneth Walker here, right? So I would I would give up Jacobs for for Kenneth Walker and maybe get something in addition to that. I'd trade Madison straight up for Debo or Watson or London, and you know honestly I'd rather I'd go I'd trade Judy in a millisecond for Pacheco. That, that those are a couple of names I'd throw at you there. Get McKinnon if he's on waivers or try and trade for him cheap. Thoughts on pairing Justin Fields and DJ Moore? There's no advantage strategically at all in non-best ball to cuff players, um, but it is fun. And if the offense is potent, and I think that one will be, I don't mind it one single bit, and it, and it makes watching football more enjoyable. So go on with your bad self. And golf with a $20 hauler. Let's go. Alert. Super chat alert. All right, we're caught up on the Super Chats. Let me cycle around the phone line. We've got uh, Risky Rogers from Maryland waiting so patiently. I'm so sorry, bro. What can I do for you, pal? And, and thank you, uh, Golf. No, no worries, buddy. Golf. Hey, I'm, R- off. I'm off this weekend right now. Golf. So uh, I can probably catch you on the live stream. Feels Absolutely. good. Um, I've not heard you talk about Chubb at all. I'm just curious as to what you think you have. You know, where Chubb is going, what you think about Chubb on his outlook this year. Um, you know, I'm at the ninth spot, so Chubb is kind of there. Saquon's kind of there. So I'm kind of thinking what you think. Um, so, like, let me look at Chubb's ADP here. and it, So you went 11 overall in this draft here. So this is where my mind goes. And this is the same thing with Christian McCaffrey. If we want to play the McCaffrey game first, we go over to number three overall and we say, do I hate McCaffrey? No. Would I draft him? Yes. Like I said earlier, if he fell to 10 and I had the 10 pick in four or five straight drafts, I would take him in one. But there's no way I'm taking him over if Bijan were to fall. There's no way I'm not wanting to go the Garrett Wilson route in one of those drafts. There's no way if Kelsey were to fall, even if we we move it up to those picks like rounds like pick seven or eight, and where where you're more likely to get Bijan and, and Kelsey and, and and even Garrett Wilson in one of those drafts, I would take him in one. But what I'm telling you, I'm telling you with conviction, and I'm saying I don't believe. Well, I wouldn't be out here. That's what's so funny about Avi. And Avi, sometimes it drives me nuts about you. Is you'll giggle over there about it when I've literally told you for literally how many how many minutes have we been live i've just explained for one hour and 20 minutes straight why i believe this man won't be upright for even close to 17 straight games or if he does he's so frustrating to own he doesn't have he doesn't kick back near the value you you paid here and then you say you wouldn't take him at 10 that's crazy that's wild i'm telling you i would in one league i would not take him in four or five straight leagues at number 10 even if he fell because of everything i just said for an hour and 20 minutes like i i I get you would and you've already conveyed that but i wouldn't because i don't think he's gonna just like cooper cup if cooper cup had fallen to 10 overall or 12 overall in four straight drafts 
I admitted, in one league, I might take him at maybe. I'm not even sure. In one league, I might have considered taking him at 12. But if I would have said that 48 hours ago, you know somebody would have been in here. I'm not saying it was you, you, you all, because you say you're, you're, no. you're not on Cooper Cup. But I can guarantee you somebody would say, that's wild, bro. You wouldn't take Cooper Cup at 14 overall if he fell in, in four straight leagues? No, I wouldn't because I didn't believe he was going to stay healthy. And with conviction, I tell you, I think the odds are so far against McCaffrey. It, I, I think on that roulette wheel, you have 50% of it consumed with X's all over. And, and, and maybe they're, they're like some middle ground. Maybe it's not all green check marks. Maybe it's like 30% green check marks. And then the rest of 20% is probably something along the lines of like an in-between where he misses three or four games. And, and is that worth going number three or four overall? So that roulette wheel is spitting and that ball is bouncing around. And there is a chance that it lands on a green check mark and McCaffrey balls out for 16 or 17 straight games. And I'm wrong. And I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that because there are going to be some misses. But I'm going to avoid as much risk as I can. And this is a very, very risky situation. So like I said here, McCaffrey, Bijan for me. Clear as day, safer player, um, and, okay. and Kelsey. Fair and, it, okay, fair so that enough. so no, Absolutely that's 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 McCaffrey though. Let me go down to Chubb, okay? Because I haven't I haven't even answered your question yet. Yeah, fair enough. No, no, fair enough. I haven't even answered your question yet. That that's just me saying example. When I look at Christian McCaffrey, do I hate him? No. Do I do I think he's absolute garbage? No. Do I think he's not the number one or number two running back when he's on the field? I absolutely do think he can be the number one or number two running back on the field. But Bijan, Kelsey, every time. Every time over CMC right here, I'm not going near it. But then I go over here and I see Nick Chubb at 11. And I tend to say the same thing where I'm like, where's Bijan? Okay, Bijan went in this draft because I was in it. But sometimes he's there at 9, 10, 11, where Nick Chubb is going. And, and Travis Kelsey went one spot in front of Nick Chubb. Garrett Wilson went one spot behind Nick Chubb. I would take Garrett Wilson over Nick Chubb 10 times out of 10. I, I, I'm not saying that if Chubb didn't fall into the 15 territory that I wouldn't say to myself, you know, I like, I like him a lot and I'll take the gamble in one league. But this is one of those things where it's like the writing's kind of on the wall that there's more risk than upside. He's had massive mileage. He's had a nasty knee injury. And to what Avi said earlier about CMC's never had an ACL tear. It's not about if you've had an ACL tear. It's about how much damage do you have to your knee overall or how much damage do you have to your body overall? How much damage do you have to your, your soft tissue? How many, how many hamstring injuries are you starting to have? What kind of ankle injuries? Ankle injuries get worse and worse and worse too when you start suffering ankle injuries. Um, and, and in the case of, of Nick Chubb, he had the most devastating knee injury in college football history and probably NFL history. The most damaging, his knee, literally, when you bend your knee like this, his knee went completely um, right angle up this way. And you can you can Google knee, Nick Chubb knee injury college football. I would like, if anybody has not seen this photo and you're, you're, you've got a strong enough stomach for it, I want the people in the chat right now, and we're going to watch all the responses. I would like you to drop an emoji that describes the way you feel about Nick Chubb's college football knee injury. Type it in, college football knee injury, Nick Chubb. Look at the graphic and come back and drop him an emoji. And why do I say that? Oh, Smitty, he's, he's been, he's You're been. Hated on, for that injury, bro, come on. Are you going to let, are you going to let me finish, Avi? 
You're gonna let me finish, Avi? Okay, here we go. Uh, Avi, you've been warned. There's, there, there's a time when I'm ranting and, and a time to interrupt, yeah. Avi. And, and and this is about this is about the end of the line. Okay, so hang tight. As I was trying to say, and that been been interrupted and sidetracked. When you have damage to the knee and you have meniscus, LCL, MCL, and complete terrorizing of your knee, you will have knee deterioration earlier in your career. You will have arthritis. You will have things creep up and your career will end a lot quicker, a la Todd Gurley and how his knee ended up having a quick like halt to his ability to cut and plant and these things happen all the time. Here's some of the reactions coming through um, on people looking at the uh, Nick Chubb injury. But this this injury is so, so bad. So bad. That that I can't imagine he doesn't have a quicker decline knee-wise than players that have the, the deterioration that happens with knee injuries because of all the damage that took place in the knee. Now, granted, it's amazing that he's overcome that. The, the knee issue has clearly not affected him, but... To say that that won't maybe lead to a quicker decline when the decline comes, it, it, to me, that's that's absolutely going to be in the cards as, to, as one of the pieces that makes me say Nick Chubb will one day just drop off. It'll just be like Todd Gurley couldn't cut anymore. Todd Gurley had that knee breakdown and he lost his explosiveness. And and so the, the last thing I'll say, so what you're saying is Javante is screwed. Javante's knee injury might shorten his career. Um, that's true, but he's just getting going. So I'm not, I'm not worried about 2023. Um, but Javante's knee injury was pretty bad. I'm not saying that they, that all players can't avoid it, but Nick Chubb's injury was so much worse than Javante's injury. That's my whole point on, on, on Nick Chubb. Second of all, Nick Chubb didn't score a single touchdown in the final six games of the season. In the final six games of the season. New uh, offense. Quarterback just came in. Yeah, but no. but we have no proof. I mean, I mean, I mean, you know, I, that's that's a big change, is it not? Yeah. Um, uh, you avoid, know, going uh, from Mitch Trubisky to Kenny Pickett, I mean, that's a big change too. And yeah. you saw the offense take a huge decline there as well. Well, I just think Deshaun Watson's been sketchy all 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 camp. And Deshaun Watson, yeah, yeah, no, and, and, and real quickly, just to, to address these these uh, these not very deep comments, you know, like avoid Chubb. He was injured six years ago. Ha ha ha. Uh, yeah, let's avoid Chubb, who is who is injured. Six. I don't think you're you're taking in what I'm saying, bro. There's a deterioration of the knee when you have trauma and and damage inside. I don't know how else to explain it to you, Trey. Trey, you can either just like on the surface level. Say, oh, he says he got hurt six years ago. Or you can actually listen to what I'm trying to educate you on, which is that when you destroy the inner workings of the knee and then go and have a, a five, six-year career on top of it, your knee will break down quicker. That's what I'm trying to tell you. It's like going into a vehicle and just just destroy or just taking a wrench to the entire engine and just smashing things to pieces and expecting at the end of it all it's going to last the exact same amount of time his knee was completely utterly destroyed from the inside out and there was a report that maybe the only thing he didn't tear was his ACL 
And that report, I think, is probably not correct because back then when he tore his, his, his knee, the reporting and the, the beat writers and social media was not to where, to the to the tune it is today where everything's reported, everything is documented, everything's put up quickly. It was literally like a, uh, you watch NFL Live to find out how, and then they say, he the guy had a knee. <laughs> the guy they, they wouldn't tell you what knee injury he even had. It would just say, the guy had a knee. The guy had a knee. He here he heard his knee. Or the guy had a quad. What kind of quad? You know, what kind of grade was it? Was it grade two? Was it grade one? There's so much more information we have. And so when when you say like when we find and try and scoop up and find reports, he tore everything in his knee. All it it just it just literally an L shape. And there's there's no way in my mind his ACL was intact, but we'll we'll have to see. Maybe it didn't tear completely. Um, but, but I think that we need to look at it from this perspective. So let me, let me go back and answer the question. There are far too many players that feel safer than Nick Chubb at 11. If I'm getting Nick Chubb at 14, 15, 16, I'm more likely to not take a gamble on him in four leagues out of four, but maybe one league out of four at 10, 11, 12 overall, very highly unlikely. I draft Nick Chubb ever. I don't think Nick Chubb can be a first round pick for me because a, and I'm not saying his decline is necessarily happening this year for everybody that's reading this wrong and not understanding what I'm saying. I'm saying you mix in the likelihood of quick deterioration with his knee on top of the, the fact that Deshaun Watson comes back and vultures touchdowns on top of the fact that uh, 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 the fact that, that he didn't score a single touchdown in that offense once Deshaun Watson came back and, and changed it all. And... To me, that's just like he has a lot to prove. He has a lot to prove before I can just condone a first-round draft selection on what I believe to be his last hurrah, his last year of being dominant. And I do believe Nick Chubb can be dominant for one more year in terms of yardage, in terms of yards per carry, in terms of just being an absolute monster on the field. Because I think no one's listening to what I'm saying that is against that take right now because I, I see some of the chatter. I hear Avi. Avi's chiming in. It's not that he can't be dominant dominant on the field per catch, but he's or per per rush, but he's not getting a lot of passes thrown his way. Deshaun Watson doesn't look like he's in tune or meshing well. I think with this this offense, and I don't believe we're going to see the Deshaun Watson of old. I think there's a lot of pressure on Deshaun Watson. I think the the Cleveland Browns uh, absolutely muffed the opportunity to get Hopkins in there to make Watson feel more comfortable and to try and reel Watson back to maybe a, a piece of his former self and to literally just let this all ride the way it is right now is a recipe for disaster and unraveling. And I'm not saying Watson will fail out of the league this year or anything, but I think this is going to be looked at as one of the worst trades and worst contracts in the history of the NFL. And I don't think the Browns are going to be as good at moving the football this year than they were or they were expected to be last year, this year. And Nick Chubb feels like he's limited and it's not his fault. And the injury risk on top of it is what I'm trying to tell you. So all some total, there's just so many players I like to look. Worst situation, absolutely. Not a terrible situation. But I really think Nick Chubb hits this year. I think Deshaun Watson is really going to step up. Just one. Just one step. You know, as, as Kenny Pickett takes one step as well, I think Deshaun Watson takes another step as well. Learning the new offense and then getting after it. I really think 
that Nick Chubb is there. We'll see, bro. I'm, I'm not saying that, I'm not saying he's a he's one of my big bus candidates. I'm just like I think some people are misreading it. And, and Tyler Tyler's just refusing to hear what I'm saying. Tyler's not looking at this very deeply. Chubb's knee hasn't been an issue for half a year. Uh, uh, half a year it hasn't been quickly deteriorating. I don't think you're he hearing what I'm saying, Tyler. But that's okay. I don't I don't need to explain it to you. I think everybody else understands what I'm trying to to get at. That the deterior the he's hearing, he's just not understanding. The deterioration of a knee happens quicker when you've jacked up the knee from the inside out and you have less time before the meniscus starts to wear down. You have less time before you start putting that knee in a position where it can't be as responsive and you're cutting. Um so you, you think what you want, Tyler. Um you think what you want, bro. You know what? You know what's so funny though, and I and I and I don't and I, and I and I got thick skin. It doesn't bother me. I like to go at people, and I like to passionately argue my point so that people will go in a direction that I think they need to go in. That's the whole point of the channel. But if I told you how many people had this exact same reaction, if not worse, when I said Todd Gurley was going to fall off the face of the earth, and I said it the year before, like like coming out of the Super Bowl. That day, the day of the Super Bowl, I said, "There's something wrong. There's something wrong." in Nick, Ch I'm sorry, and Todd Gurley's done, and he scored a lot of touchdowns that next year to salvage his year, but he fell off. I said, "Todd Gurley's done." Exiting the Super Bowl, he was still the number one overall pick in in in, in like late February, March. He was the number two or number three overall pick in three of four. Um, uh, uh, three or four, uh, three or four overall. He was number number three, number two, number four, and it was it was oh absolutely. That's all you got. That's all you got, Smitty. What? Dude, that's all you got. What? Are you serious? Go get your meatballs, dude. Your meatballs getting cold. I like this kid. I like the way he zips it. I think I think Deshaun Watson got a rapid zip. I like that. We're I not talking about Deshaun kid. Watson anymore, Denny. No. It no, that's exactly what I'm we're not, talking about. Look, I'm not saying that Sean wants to be something, but he, you know, he's got, you know, 12 to 6 potential. Maybe I love you. I'm sorry. In that area. 12 to 6. Area. For who, who are we talking about? Denny's, confu and, Denny's confusing me about what, what player we're going to now. Uh, no, this Denny, dude right here is talking about Sean Watson. So what I, was, what I was talking about was Todd Gurley. Okay, so let me, let me continue on that front. Todd Gurley was the number one overall player walking out of the Super Bowl. Number one, number two, or number three in like March, April. And I, I, I was sitting here, actually, I believe it was this mallet. It may have been a different one. It's just beating this thing. And I, I, I did a, ten, I, I did a, hold on, Denny. I did a, uh, a 5,000 to 10,000. I forget what number it was. No Todd Gurley. Just hit this thing. No Todd Gurley did a show, and I said no Todd Gurley. Literally, I I don't know if it was five or ten thousand times in a row. It took me hours. I just sat here, and I was like, "What are we doing on this live stream?" And I had a little counter, and it went one, two, three, four. No Todd Gurley. No Todd Gurley. No Todd Gurley. Just until I got to five thousand times as a no Todd Gurley awareness. The amount of pushback I got on that live stream was the same thing. It was the same thing. And I'm not even saying Nick Chubb is there right now. I'm saying Nick Chubb could very well be there because of the damage.
he incurred later earlier on in his his college career or later in his college career heading into the NFL doesn't matter if he's if he's played well on it I've given I gave him his flowers for that I'm just saying knee deterioration is very very possible for him and that's one component of a risk level that he holds that doesn't mean that's why you avoid him nor have I once said to avoid Nick Chubb at all costs in 2023 I'm just saying at top 8 top 9 top 10 top 11 value is something to be concerned about that's all I'm saying uh nose nachos what is that Carlo <laughs> Nachos. Uh, hold on a second. Uh, uh, Tyler, go on mute. I'll come to you in a second. Okay. Uh, Mystic, you're live. How you doing, Smitty? You What's up, okay? Mystic? I got just like two or three things for you right here. Uh, first of all, I had my redraft. Uh, glad I didn't take Cooper Cup up there at the one. You went at the one five today. Out of boy, really crazy to me. Out of boy, bro. Don't touch it. Yeah, um, I, I feel like this year it's really good to either be at the very front of redraft, like at the one hundred one to one hundred three, or the very back, like one hundred nine to one twelve. In the middle, it gets a little jumbled. Agreed. It gets kind of kind of grimy in the middle there. I don't really like it. Uh, Agreed. Who's this guy again, I mean, Smitty? I'm sorry. Uh, this is, uh, this is Mystic. Always like this kid. <laughs> you already, you already know. Go on, man. You're doing all right. And, uh, I gotta say, uh, I like Deshaun Watson. Smitty Hazel, man. I, I, I like him. Why, why do you like him, though? He's looked horrible in the pre, in the entire offseason, really. Always another day, um. Man, you watch. Sean uh, Watson's going to be nice this year. I, I, I know it. Everything I do, everything I touch starts to go. I'm serious. Yeah, and, 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 real, and real quickly real quickly here, like what does this have to do with anything, Noah? Chubb was running back one for like 10 weeks, Smitty. Laughing emoji, laughing emoji. Who's saying he wasn't? He The moment Deshaun Watson came back, the final six games he scored not one single rushing touchdown and that was the entire time of, of Deshaun Watson's reign. His yards per carry were good. His yards was good. Hold on. His yards were good, but he scored not one touchdown. He went from being one one of, if not the best running back in fantasy football, which has nothing to do with future years or the potential breakdown of his knee. So this makes no sense at all to even say because not wow. only did I not say that, that not only did I not say anything about this. But this is last year, and I've already given him flowers for this, saying that when Deshaun Watson was out, he was lights out. He was a top one to five running back the entire time Deshaun Watson was out. Once Deshaun Watson came back, which is the problem, his entire role changed because he scored not one single touchdown. So, Noah, you're really just driving home my point about this. And number two, this has nothing to do with the future breakdown of his knee, which I didn't even say was happening necessarily this year. But if you're in a dynasty league and you can get rid of Nick Chubb right now, it's probably a good idea if you can sell him extremely high. So just to, just to set you straight there, Noah, just to make sure you understood what was going on. And now you're caught up. Um, go go ahead, uh, Mystic. I'm sorry. And, and Denny, let, let Mystic talk. I know you love him, but let's let him go. What makes Nick Chubb, you know, the outlier? You know, why why, why do we have to fucking... Sorry. Pardon my mouth. Uh, keep it clean. Why, 
Why do we have to Derrick what? Henry, Derrick Henry, you know. We have Derrick Henry out there running. Running the old man. Damn monster out there. And now we have Nick Chubb, and all of a sudden it's like, oh, Deshaun Watson's there, so it's, you know what? Forget about it. Forget about him. Well, I mean, I think I just explained, though, that he vanished for the the entire time Deshaun Watson was under center, so the offense changed dramatically. Similar to what I said about JT, if he didn't, you know, if he wasn't still hurt, which we knew he probably was because he looked like he had two injuries. What did Deshaun, what did JT, what's JT's future look like with Anthony Richardson under center? Not a lot of touchdowns, not a lot of touchdown opportunities uh, or as many touchdown we opportunities. Seen, we haven't seen that yet, so we can't say that. Well, I think we can confidently say that a vulturing touchdown, a, a, a quarterback that's likely to score double-digit touchdowns is probably probably likely to, to consume some of his touchdown production. Um, we've seen it with I mean, yeah, we've seen it with Barkley. We've seen it with Barkley. I mean, that's that's just common. That's just common sense in football, fantasy football. Is we've seen it with Barkley with Danny Dimes, and you know we're probably gonna we're probably gonna see. That's why a lot of people kind of wanted Barkley to go elsewhere, is because he could maybe get a hold of some more rushing touchdown opportunities. But but I I, I think that I mean you're right. You can't prove it yet, and it's not a hundred percent. Sometimes a, a running quarterback can help a, a, a runner. In some aspects too, but I think JT was set up for disaster, whether he stayed or or was injured. You know, either way, injured, disaster, stayed disaster. His only shot was that he was faking his injury and embellishing it, and that the trade was announced and he passed the physical and he's ready to rumble for the Eagles right away out the out the gate in week one. That was JT's only potential outcome that was going to be good. Really? Yeah. Really? Deshaun, so Deshaun's with Cleveland now, right? Deshaun Watson. Uh, right? yes, he he's with the the Browns, there, Denny. I guarantee you right now, and that kid, right? Deshaun Watson is gonna go off, go on with that. I guarantee it. I I I, I, sw- I, I know how things go. That guy, he's ready. He's coming back yet. Get with Deshaun Watson. Get with every receiver he has, every running back. Get with him. Man, I, I love the job. There's something that happens. Somebody that has a bad year, then they have a good year. Who do you think he's, he's going to suck for the rest of his life? No, he's not. That's good logic, he's, Denny. That's good logic, Denny. It makes a lot of sense. I'm going to go ahead and maybe think about shifting my opinion. You conv- Are you, you mad at me now, Smitty? You convinced me of... Absolutely nothing. It's okay. Denny, appreciate you. All right, Denny, hang tight. Let's go over to Tyler from Illinois and then negative Ethan. Can I stay on? Can I stay on? Yeah, just mute, Denny, please. Don't make me hang up, Denny. Yeah, go ahead. Um. Yeah, I just I, I don't have I'm not taking issue with it, but what I don't understand, and maybe you can you can talk me through it. What I'm not understanding with the Nick Chubb take is the fact that you compared him to Todd Gurley, but you know when you were talking about Super Bowl time and you were calling Todd Gurley's knee, I mean there were multiple multiple reports from everybody and their mom about Gurley's arthritis and how he was. Defining nope, nope, and, nope, and, nope. Not there. not until later after I had already been beating the drum on that. The arthritis stuff came out 
even if there were some rumblings about, you know, did he have anything going on? There was zero concern across the entire fantasy industry when he was, it was, uh, oh, he misused him in the Super Bowl. He was the number one overall pick across the board for at least a month coming out of the Super Bowl. I remember this because I went live on it like every day. No Todd Gurley. People got so sick of my channel saying no Todd Gurley constantly. I'm saying he's falling off. There was no, this was the most not obvious thing that I, I can recall in the last like seven years. So I, it's so funny how the memories are foggy for people and people always remember things different once they get on the other side of something. That was Why the most pushback. That was Gurley? the most pushback. Denny, 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 please. Okay. I, I'm going to give you one more chance. I'm going to mute you. I'm not mad at you, but you got to be quiet and let other people talk about this. Or I'm, I got to have you call back. So mute yourself. You always okay. pretend to mute yourself and then you don't. Just mute yourself real quick, Denny, so you don't get in trouble. Okay. But Todd Gurley okay. was 100% the number one overall pick for a plethora of of weeks at least had come coming out of the Super Bowl and there was there was a lot of confusion and once there was a report of him walking at a club or there's a video footage of him walking at a club and he went down a step and he looked really unsteady that that's when I went ballistic and I I, I was I was absolutely at the forefront of his decline and it was okay. such an uncomfortable feeling for so many people because it happened quick but real quickly people are taking this a little wrong. I'm not necessarily saying that that is this year for Nick Chubb. Like, you guys got to understand what I'm telling you. This is a component that is mixed with the fact that we have not seen him thrive in this offense since Deshaun Watson has showed up. We've also seen Deshaun Watson struggle a lot in in the in, in this offseason, and he's been spotty. He's had some good moments and some very bad moments. And there's a lot of questions about the ball being moved down the field and whether he's even going to catch passes in this offense. There's a lot of concerns. And all I'm telling you is that mixed with when does the drop-off happen? Because it will, in my opinion, based on history and other players that have had significant knee injuries, and he's had the most significant. And that doesn't mean because he's been good for weeks or he can lift more, uh, squat more weight than anybody else, that he's going to stave off the quick decline and deterioration of his knee and the, the onset of very quick arthritis in his knee. It's a historical proven fact that when you have very damaged knee issues, even if they get fixed and you can run on it, you will hit a certain point where your knee starts to deteriorate a little quicker than it should because of the damage that you had when you were younger. It's not something where I'm, I'm coming in here and I'm saying something yeah, yeah. that's like, like what, I don't know if it was you or somebody else. I think it was you, Tyler. I think it was you that said, oh, uh, injury yeah, yeah. six years ago. We're going to go ahead and avoid him. Uh, You're not listening to what I'm was, saying. That wasn't me. Okay. Was well, but, but, but um, it was, uh, I forget. Was it? Was it? I guess what I'm trying to say in this is is the fact that so you you alluded to the fact that you you saw Gurley right you had an eye test you you always talk about eye tests your eye test showed you whatever the video nightclub whatever and I wasn't trying by the way I wasn't trying to knock you I wasn't trying to say you didn't predict it I didn't know you back then or I just started kind of following you. Um, but I'm saying you had like an eye test. You saw Gurley fall off. But it wasn't just the club. It wasn't just the club. It was I said in the, I said before the Super Bowl. I want to say it was like the week before, a couple weeks before, like in the playoffs. There's something wrong with him. There's something. Look at him run. There's something wrong with him. There's something wrong with him. He can't explode. There's something wrong with him. 
and 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 everyone's right. like, he's young, he's Todd Gurley, he'll be fine. It so it wasn't just the club video. There's a, a accumulation of things that had me go harder and harder and harder on it. Uh, but go ahead. Right, but my question is, is you, you saw it with your eyes, and I, me personally, and maybe you have a different opinion. I've seen nothing. I didn't say I did. Nothing. Nick Chubb. I didn't say I did. I didn't say I did. So I, I guess my question is, is, is it more just you have the take on you know the potential knee being an issue? It's more just like there's really nothing like to back it other than there's eventually going to be a time. You know, because everybody eventually gets old and there's a time, but there's no really like, oh, because of this, this, and this, I think that, you know, his knee might fall off because there's nothing to indicate that he's going to have some fall off anytime soon because he's played pretty much every game for his entire career. Well, again, I didn't say he showed the sign yet, and I haven't once said that. And I haven't once said this is the year that the injury situation or the the lack of explosion or that fall off is going to happen. I'm saying it's a component involved of at what point does it happen what no one no one knows when it's going to happen mixed with the fact that i don't think this offense will be as effective as we think it will be mixed with the fact that he absolutely fell off touchdown wise to zero upon deshaun watts's return and that everybody's assuming that that will all get ironed out all of those things together make it okay there's some concern here for nick chubb going in the first round have I ever once said that this year in 2023, I think that decline will absolutely happen? Have I ever once said not to take Nick Chubb at 14 or 15 overall? No. But all of those risk factors have me move him from 11 to 14. That's what you've heard me say the entire show. But for some reason, I think people are hearing what they want to hear with it. Because never once have I said, run from him. Don't draft him, period. Run from him. Don't draft him at all. I haven't said those things. I said those things about JT, but I didn't say those things about Nick Chubb. I'm I'm also trying to give you some dynasty advice too. That there there's there's an aspect of of looking at this thing from a how many years left and, could he possibly even in, have? In dynasty, I totally understand. I'm saying more uh, more so in redraft leagues. Yeah. Okay. So um, let me go over to. Uh, Let's see who Ethan, negative Ethan. Go ahead. You're live. Yeah, I actually, I saw Chubb squat 600 pounds this year and I actually kind of didn't like that. I, I don't know why they have a veteran running back where, you know, the strength base has been built squatting like close to Ronnie Coleman, 800 pound weight. Like, yeah, I, don't I don't know why, why you're breaking your body down like that. I don't know why but, players do that. It's so ridiculous. Uh, especially like, when, like, like even, uh, when Alvin Kamara Hurt, was. I don't want Hurt squatting 500 anymore. I know he can do that. You need to build that confidence, but he's a he's a quarterback now. I don't want him hurting himself. You know. Yeah, um, and I think when when Alvin Kamara was pulling that truck with a gym weight gym set on his back, like do you remember that or whatever he was doing? That was totally agree. that yeah. was ridiculous too. Like, what do you? What, why would you even put your knees and really your patellar tendons in in jeopardy too of of snapping in half? Just ri- just completely snapping and ripping in half by trying to uh, trying to do that. But but again, b- back on back to the the final the final assessment here is no one's saying that Chubb absolutely drops off this year. No one. I'm not saying Nick Chubb's knee issues and concerns get him this year 
I'm saying that the fact that all of these things together, the lack of targets that he's probably looking at or not looking at, the offense not looking like it needs to it is where it needs to be, Watson not looking like he's the player they traded for, Watson having a lot of pressure and the organization having a lot of pressure, making bad decisions this offseason by not bringing in Hopkins when that would have been a match made in heaven and put Watson in the most possible position of returning to his old self, having that that luxury there. Um, all these things are very concerning when you talk about being drafted 10 or 11 overall. But if he if he falls to 14 or 15, I've already said 10 times on this live stream, I would take him in one out of four or five drafts at number 14 overall. So th- there's, a, there's a lot of factors there. Not, not once have I said avoid him because he's getting hurt. Or not once have I said avoid him just because he didn't score a touchdown last year. Not once have I I've said all of the combined things make him in my opinion, fall down ADP-wise to 14, 15, 16 overall. And if he's going at 11, I'm not taking him for every single combined reason, not one individual combined reason that I've discussed. And if he, if he, there will be a point where I believe his knee will cause problems and he will look like he's running in mud. Terrell, and I know this is hard to hear for some people. It is every year, but Todd Gurley, it was so hard to hear. Nobody wanted to hear it. Nobody wanted to hear it. And and with, with uh, Terrell Davis said one time, in the middle of a game, he knew his career was over. And he was going, and he says he was having an amazing game. And he continued to have an amazing game. It wasn't like he hit a point in the, in the game where he's like, oh my God, I'm done. And he had to exit the game. He said he continued to play well the rest of the game. He's having the game of his, of his life, kind of. And he, But in the middle of the game, he knew he was done. He knew he was done. He knew his explosiveness, his ability to recover, his ability to recover in the short amount of time. I think we watch from the sidelines so much, we just think that these guys don't have this abuse to their body and their knees and their joints and their soft tissues. And to, to recover in such a short period of time, that becomes harder and harder when you've had trauma to your body and your knee and your joints. And for running backs, their their time is different than other positions. I always likened it to a an elevator, two elevator doors closing where you can't like get them to open again if you stick your hand in there. If it, it they're going to close no matter what and smash you to pieces if you don't get through. And for a running back, that hole is the elevator door closing. And at, as soon as you can't get through those doors, you can't hit the hole before the hole closes. You're done. You're done. You cannot be an effective running back in the NFL when you lose that step. And that step gets lost at some point for every running back, for Emmett Smith, for uh, for for Adrian Peterson. Watching Adrian Peterson be as strong and tough as he is and not be able to hit the hole like he used to is, is a difficult thing to watch. It was crazy. We're like, what, is AP going to ever bounce back like, and just out of nowhere become the old AP? And he couldn't. You can't because you can't hit the hole. So... That is going to happen at some point to Nick Chubb. I don't know that it'll be this year. I'm just saying it's a factor, and it's certainly a dynasty aspect that you need to take into account and take this for what it is. And you say, okay, maybe Smitty's a little too cautious on Nick Chubb. I think he can be 11 or 12. I'm saying he's 14, 15. I've taken him in an underdog draft at 14 or 15, and he climbed up to 11, and I'm out. That's the whole difference here. At 11, I'm out. Smitty, in uh, Superflex, if for the 2-3 pick from the 4 spot, 
would you rather have like Chubb Olave or like Wilson um, Gibbs? Chubb Olave or Wilson? I'm not taking Chubb in, in the first round though, so I'm not taking well, Chubb. That'd be my second pick if I took Hurts first and then I took Chubb in a in a super Olave in a super first. flex. You said, yeah, yeah. I, I, but that that to me is like near first round value equivalent like you're taking first round talent in the second round in a super flex so i'm not taking nick chubb in this in the second round in a super flex because that's first round talent that's first round running back wide receiver talent if pollard's there i'll take him but if he's gone and it's between chubb henry or i do like amon ra or wilson you know what i mean like do i do the you, you know because Gibbs, I feel like I'm going to miss Thank out on Gibbs. Let, let me... Thank you, One more freaking time. No, no, I'm back. Yeah, you can give it. Why are we talking about Chubb? He's... Chubb's... All I've heard is you saying Chubb. You're going to... Chubb. 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 Dude, it doesn't matter. Everything you say is Chubb. All right. Mute me. Like Thanks, Danny. Thanks, Danny. Thanks, Danny. Pre- appreciate that input. Got a twenty. I got twenty. I swear to God, I'll come to your house and I'll beat Danny, you da- up da- in front of your da- Danny. I swear. Say something one more time. I can't. I don't know. I don't. Even, I don't even know who he's talking to, but I can't. Ha- I can't have him say he's. That's a. That's a. Not. Not a good thing to say, Denny. Double double A, 10 gifted memberships. Appreciate you, double A. Appreciate you very, very much. Double A is the man, the myth, the legend. Everybody give double A a round of applause in the chat. We got a $20 hauler here from Mr. Jack of Glass. Alert. Super chat alert. I got to scoop up those from the ground. Uh, Denny, you're in timeout just for a little bit because you can't yell at people like that. I don't even know. I, he wasn't talking to me, I don't think. He was talking to whoever was talking. But but you can't say you're you're, you're going over there or anything like that, Denny. That's not, not polite. Uh, thank you, Jack, for the $20 hauler. I don't know if Jack dropped a super chat on top of that. My team is a few messages above my super chat. Let's go find Jack's team real quick and see if we can... Uh, we can help Jack out. Thank you, Jack, for the super chat. Thank you all for the super chats. I appreciate you very, very much. Jack, my team is above. Yo, Smitty. This is like beating a dead horse. I know, but if people keep bringing it up. I, I mean, it is what it is. Jack, I'm looking for your team. Let's see here. Jack of Glass. Jack of Glass. Anything I should do with this Herbert, Diggs, St. Brown, Gibbs, Ramondre, Dotson, Javante, Ingram, Moore, Sky, Sky, Sky Moore, Elijah Moore. Got both Moores. Diggs, St. Brown, Gibbs, Ramondre, Dotson, Javante, Ingram. Very solid team. Herbert, yeah, I mean, that's good. It's a really, really like steady Eddie team. I, I guess I would I would potentially yeah. There's not much you can do, bro, because Gibbs has got to prove himself. Dotson's got to prove himself. Javante's got to prove himself. Ramondre's tradable, but what are you gonna get? You know, had you had Charbonnet, I'd recommend like a Walker and something using Ramondre, and I think Walker's got less value and in, in fair fair market value, so you can maybe get more. I think that was potentially something we look we would look to do. Denny, you're still in timeout. You got to wait a little bit. Hold on, let me tell him. Denny, Denny, you're still in timeout. You can't yell at my people like that. You can't tell people you're 
You want to you want to go meet him, Denny. Smitty, I'm sorry. You can't Smitty. do that. You can't do that. I can't. I can't have you. Don't say something anymore, Denny. I'm sorry. Denny. 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 I don't know who. I don't know who you're talking to. I don't think you're talking to me. But you can't talk to somebody like that. Okay. All right, my bad. All right. Is something really like a big deal with you guys? Uh, Smitty, I'm sorry. Is it a real big deal with you guys? Oh my God. Okay. Denny, I got to put you in timeout again. Call call back later. Denny, I appreciate you, but I got to move on with this topic. Okay. Appreciate you, man. All right. I'm sorry, Smitty. It's okay. It's okay. All right. Jack of of Glass, I'm going to tell you to. um, yeah, I, don't, I think you got to wait, bro. There's nothing here that's going to, on your bench, that's going to go get any upgrades. And I like all your players, to be honest with you. Except for, I don't hate Ramondre, but would I swap him out, potentially? Like, would I go get, one, one potential move that would be crafty is, like, let's say the Pacheco owner, you've got McKinnon. Let's say the Pacheco owner had Debo or Ridley, and you traded Ramondre for Pacheco and Ridley. Like, something like that would be pretty smooth. That's something I would do with that team, Jack of Glass. Good, good squad there. Millie, rate my twelve team half, uh, team half PPR. Watson, Dak, Bijan, Barkley, Kamara, Algier, Spears, Pitts, uh, Ridley, Myers, Burks. Um, yeah, that's a good squad though. Um, I, I, I'd probably say you know, Pittman and. I'd like you to get a better quarterback. I just don't think you have anything that can upgrade it yet. And like that other gentleman, you've got to wait until these players like gain some value. You know, Barkley has, you know, starts off hot. Maybe you can do some sort of trade and get a running back that starts off slow and get a quarterback upgrade. Kamara's out three games. No one's going to overpay for him. I think Ridley's got to prove himself. A lot of people doubt him. I think he's got good value, but I don't know that you're going to get any upgrades or do any kind of crazy trades. Devontae Smith, I guess, is a player. And I keep using Debo because he's got like that near fourth round value. So like Devontae Smith, who's sometimes a second, third round pick, you could maybe downgrade into Debo and get that extra player or get that quarterback upgrade. Like let's say the Debo owner had um, fields and you could trade... Uh, Watson and Devontae Smith and maybe a Pittman for a Fields and Debo. That would be like a home run. So I'd go to the Debo owner, go to the Fields owner, go to the Burrow owner, see what kind of upgrade you could potentially pull off in terms of that. Uh, let's see here. Then then I, I think I got all the Super Chats, but this one, let me get this one out of the way. Uh, put yourself on mute there, Jimmy, if you don't mind, while I, I circle around and and help everybody. Sean, thank you for the Super Chat. $10 hauler. Appreciate you. To the moon, Sean. Moonshot for you. 10-man full PPR fields. Garrett Wilson, Ridley, Bijan, ETN. Very nice, bro. Brees Hall, Christian Watson, Dalvin Cook, Tank Bigsby, uh, Addison, Elijah Moore. Do I drop a hank? Do I drop any handcuffs from Musgrave or Laporta? No. Um, I don't. I don't trust Njoku, though. But, you know, you could let it ride for a while. The fact that Musgrave and Laporta are on waivers, I'm pretty sure you're 
your uh, your league has a lot of available tight ends if you run into some problems. I'd let that ride. I'd rather have these 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 off chances of, of players increasing value, like Elijah Moore is 100 yards and a touchdown in week one. Guess what? Sell high season. Addison starts looking great. I'd probably sell high. Tank Bigsby, um, you need cuff to ETN. Can't let go of that. Uh, Brees Hall, you have to keep Dalvin Cook. This is a very good team, Sean. I wouldn't touch it. I'd let that ride into the season. That's a nice squad. All right, let me go on over to Jimmy. Jimmy, you're live. What's up, Smitty? What's up? Hey, Smitty, do you like Mark Andrews this year, or are you, how are you feeling about him? Yeah, I mean, I do. I do. It depends on what where I'm at. I, I tend to like to to go a little bit cheaper tight end shopping and then, and then get my Gibbs or Ridley in, thir- in the third round or Fields or Burrow instead of going Andrews. But, I mean, I, I've drafted Andrews and had some pretty decent-looking teams that I've had, and uh, I've been I've been fine with it. You know, I've been fine with Andrews' situation. But I would say more times than not, I've liked my teams better where I've, you know, dissected them and reverse-engineered them. And said if I would have went this way instead of Andrews, I probably would have liked it better. But it's you just a tough. Yeah, maybe... go go ahead. Okay, so I got um, I got Justin Fields, I got Alvin Kamara, Kenneth Walker, uh, Cam Akers, uh, Calvin Ridley, Keenan Allen, Mark Andrews, George Pickens. And Brees Hall. Uh, name your starting running backs again and your starting wide receivers again. So my starting wide receivers is Calvin Ridley and Keenan Allen. Okay. My starting running backs right now is Ken Walker and Cam Akers until Brees Hall and Kamara. Get yeah, there. so Cam Akers and Keenan Allen, what could that get me? Could that get me a Debo? Could that get me a Watson? Could that get me a, you know, a Gibbs type? player type of player i'm thinking about i'm kind of with you i'm a little bit worried about keenan allen but every time he's on the field he goes nuts so i'm thinking maybe just have him like ball out and then trade him yeah i mean it's it's a it's a it's a decent proposition but you know will he get hurt right away (laughs) like i don't know I, i i i like him too but i also liked cooper cup I didn't dislike Cooper Cup at all, but I just felt like this is a disaster holding this. It's like a ticking time bomb. And it's he maybe he still works. Maybe he gets healthy in week three and he comes out and does well, but it still won't it still won't excite me because I'll feel like he's gonna potentially get hurt again at his age and and everything in the the history of injuries. So the same thing with Keenan Allen. Like I, I don't I don't hate Keenan Allen and I wouldn't necessarily sell him to get rid of him for for just nothing. I think the reason I sell him is because he's got really high ADP. So you're kind of almost you're kind of almost risking it too much to not sell him now. Like his ADP is not going to increase, bro. He's going in like sometimes the late third, top of round four. Like what are you waiting for? You know, like right now is yeah. the time to sell him. He he's <laughs> he's got he's got the value he shouldn't have in my opinion. So like if you don't believe in him at all, if you believe in him, start him. But if you don't believe in him, why not use his extraordinarily high ADP value? Mm. Who would you trade him for? What other wide receiver? Um, 
Debo in a millisecond. Christian Watson in a millisecond. Really? Uh, yeah. Do you see? Do you see Keenan Allen on the Moonman list? Let me show you the Moonman list. The Moonman. I mean, dropping loads in outer space. Watson's on here. Rid Ridley's on here. Space Moses. I mean, I don't, I don't know. Uh, I don't know what you. I don't know why you're shocked. I mean, Rid I take Ridley in a millisecond. Millisecond. I'd take. I mean, I already have Ridley. That's, that's yeah, kind yeah, of I, I, Ridley. yeah. Heartbeat, I'd take Debo. A heartbeat, I'd take Christian Watson. It seems like the 49ers just have too many mouths to feed. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, I do like Christian Watson, too, this year. I, when, I, I do believe in Ridley. I believe in him. I'm just concerned about his injury, that's all, which is obviously huge. You know? Yeah. And I think, I think if if like he had a good injury history, he would be a second rounder, sweetie. Yeah. But, I I just don't. Yeah, I, I, that, I mean, we're we're talking about a player. I just don't believe he'll stay healthy, bro. Yeah. Uh, real quick, are you concerned? I know how much you love Brees Hall, and honestly, you did influence me to kind of pick him, uh, for sure. So like uh, I, I went with Brees Hall and and even even uh, Ken Walker. Are you worried at all about them having these running backs behind their tail? Uh, there, there's concern, but I think it's an overreaction to the point where Brees Hall, instead of going around two, is now going around four. So he's doubled in value. Well, he's his value got cut in half, more than half, and so it's it's accounted for. So I, I would I would definitely you know love to cuff the two, but at some point Hall is going to absolutely explode, you know, and and I don't think it can't happen in week one. Hall's been out there practicing between the tackles, eleven on eleven drills, looking like a monster. Dalvin Cook hasn't been able to practice until just very recently. He's the one that's more injured than Brees Hall. Now they have a very very tough schedule wow. in the early you know month and so it's very very crucial they don't just have him go out there and just take a beating in the first four weeks against the eagles and a plethora of very tough rushing defenses and tough matchups so that is probably the main reason they brought dalvin cook in is to take a brunt of that initial front end um you know bunch of hits and and stuff and they can't they can't have him get hurt in the first four weeks of the season but that doesn't mean he won't be ultra efficient and and even if he has a slow start let's say he starts off like 10 carries or eight carries in week one and two catches and has like 65 yards and people are going to be very disappointed and he'll be a buy low player for us and we'll be running that that running that out there heading into week two and then he goes out week two and has 70 yards and a touchdown. So we're like, oh, maybe there's something there, but it still was, you know, the touchdown salvage his day, and everybody's like all disappointed. We're still going to buy low. But I think even with a slow start, let's say he doesn't go off until week four, like last year, he can still be a top five running back if he was able to get that kind of volume that that we think he will get. And the team loves him. This is not like where they're bringing Cook in to be the starter all season long. They're bringing Cook in to make sure their best running back doesn't get injured again. That's the only objective they have. And that's why Cook didn't sign right away. 
because he he didn't feel like this was an open competition for the starting job, and he didn't like that. So he walked away, and then when he and then when uh, uh, you know he figured out that he better accept that that money that was offered was generous and and on point with probably over market. He just accepted it right away. If you remember back when he, they announced uh, everything go going down. Yeah. But, but I mean, yeah, I mean, you got to cuff him. There's some risk involved, but you know, Brees Hall is coming back from a major knee injury, but his readiness is way advanced light years ahead of Barkley light years ahead of, um, you know, JK and Javante and Brees Hall are in prime position to be absolute monsters. Yeah, I, I picked Cam Akers over Javante. I, I don't know. Kind of regretting that a little. Yeah. Is what it but is, I mean, bro. Cam Akers' volume is nice. But, dude, that was a great segment by you, man. Talking about you. You gave me confidence in Brees Hall. Everything you're saying is making sense. You're right. Uh, Dalvin is the more, more injured running back right now. <laughs> it's so, fu- it's funny that people are like oh like it's it's just yeah. one's coming in one's already there it's like everyone's you know the here's the the new the new person he's in he's the he's the 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 fresh topic and you know so everybody's just excited about Dalvin Cook Dalvin Cook hasn't been able to play Dalvin Cook is still recovering from a sh- shoulder surgery Dalvin Cook's shoulder is shredded both his shoulders he's had so many uh, torn labrum situations like and and granted he can play through them he'll put a flak jacket on he'll he'll go out there and just damage it more because at this point it doesn't matter so even if he suffered a shoulder injury he might just like (laughs) sit out like a a week and then just go back in but you know Brees hall is absolutely a top five running back in the national football league some will say that he's not like going to do all that this year, but they believe he will be that next year or something. And I understand where they're coming from because they've seen players like Barkley and JK struggle their first year years back, but everything's not just a blanket statement. Not everything's transferable from one situation to the next. And Brees Hall is running 20. He was more than a month ago. I believe at this point running 23 miles per hour at practice. And the last report we got where they were like, we're, we're you know, we're going to do right by Brees and all that. And we're going to bring in Dalvin Cook. At that point in time, I believe it was right about a month before, you know, the season began. So he had a whole month to even get well above where everyone was kind of like, okay, locking him into his progress level right then. Like he still had a whole month to go. And if you remember a month before that, so two months ago, Javante was very questionable. And in one month's time, he went from being unknown where his status is to being a miracle. So all I'm saying is you give Brees the amount of time he still has left. And he's out there cutting and 11-on-11 drills. Brees Hall might be looking 95% by week four. And if Brees Hall is 95% in week four, you might not see that 5% difference because this offense is so spread out and moving the football and... Maybe he, you know, he will tell us, you know, the next year is when he feels really back to his old self. But that doesn't mean in this offense he can't be electric and all over the field. Why is he running 23 miles per hour if he's got any sort of issues whatsoever? It's all about trust. It's all about getting your explosiveness back, trusting the cutting, not compensating to tear a, a hamstring. ACL recovering players, usually their first year back will always, if they suffer an injury, be it hamstring injury, 
they're they're prone to an Achilles tear, and the reason they're prone to it is because they're compensating, and they're they're pulling up. They're not trusting the cutting, you know, procedures in their mind and saying, okay, I'm going to fully cut hard and push off. They're like holding back. And when you hold back, you use different muscles. When you use different muscles, you're straining those differently. And that's when you pull a hamstring compensation injuries constantly. So that, I couldn't find Dalvin cook ever reaching uh 23 miles per hour. Cause if I did, I was going to, I was going to tell you about it, Smitty, but what do you mean? Yeah, I couldn't find it. Oh, Dalvin Cook I running twenty. Yeah, like I think he's been in like twenty ones or twenty twos. But but that's not I, the that's not I the can't. point though. That's not the point though. It's not it's yeah. not a race. I'm telling you, you run twenty three miles per hour, your knee's not injured anymore. Like you're you're trying to yeah. get your your trust back, cutting and everything, and getting to the point where you're not. That's what I'm trying to say. He's not ready to fully trust it, so that he doesn't have a compensation injury. He's probably not going to re-tear the ACL. It's not about that anymore. That's what I'm saying. If you run on uh, 23 miles per hour, you're you're going you're going full speed. You're you're an absolute you know you're an absolute major, uh, a magical uh, a miracle. Just like we're talking about Javante, that's miracle type stuff. That's it's literally he's so far advanced on where Barkley was. You can't compare him to Barkley's recovery. Not to mention the risk level is completely different. Um, when, when you're talking about, uh, the risk level is completely different when you're talking about, um, Barkley going at five overall and you're talking about a whole, totally different thing when, when Brees Hall is going around four. Yeah. My, my cattle dog can run, uh, 23.7 miles per hour, by the way. Nice. I, I had to look that up too. So Brees isn't faster than a cattle dog. Yeah. But. <laughs> All right, bro. Hey, I'm going to cycle everybody off. I'm going. Uh, appreciate you, uh, Ethan. We'll talk to you later. All right. You, you, think, Pickens, you think Pickens is uh, going to gonna be wide receiver one over Deontay Johnson? Oh, yeah. I, I mean, I do. I do. I don't, I don't really like Deontay. I'm not a big Deontay guy. Me neither. I think Pickens is. You think he's going to go absolutely off? I do. That's why he's a moon man, bro. Look at, look at the list. It's right here. The moon man. <laughs> Dropping I mean, I, I feel like I'm wasting my breath here, you know, making this thing. <laughs> I mean, what, what more? Do you see? Do you see Deontay on the list, bro? I mean, I'm just asking. I'm, 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 I'm being. I'm, is this Jimmy? Am I talking to Jimmy? Yeah, yeah. Of course, I'm talking to Jimmy. Do, do, I'm asking the serious question. Do you see Deontay on the list? No, no, no. Okay. No, but I mean, do you think he'll be top five? Like, do you think he I mean, potentially be top five? Is there a world where he could be that good? Yes. Do I think he will be top five? No. I think the top five is is very very crowded. <laughs> There's some, right. but like, could he flirt with that territory for sure? Could he one? Could he be through week two, like number six, and then like, fade into like ten? Yeah, I mean, he's really, really, really good, bro. He's really Pickens has got that that St. Brown attitude and chip on his shoulder, and Pickens is coming for blood. Mm-hmm. Do you think Ridley will be top five? I think he very well could. I think he very well could be. I think Ridley is, in hindsight, could be one of those players that could be like, I would say more like five to nine, and and I think that's amazing. Mm-hmm. You know, that's he's going in like the third round, so if he if he's a top like seven wide receiver, he's crushing your your ROI. 
Right. So, so if it, 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 of the two, I'm banking on really. I mean, Pickens is around six, seven, right? So we, that that's the likelihood of him being top five is a lot lesser. But Ridley's going in two, three on underdog. He went in the second round in this draft, and, and Ridley, Ridley's got he could be five. He could be number five. Garrett Wilson could be number three. He could be number two. I'm not saying he's number two or one, Garrett Wilson, if let's say Chase and JJ play healthy seasons all year long, but we live in a, a world where players get hurt. And so something could happen or arise, miss time for both JJ and Chase. We've seen crazy, knock on wood, we've seen crazy years before with injuries of top guys. It wouldn't shock me if Garrett Wilson was, let's put it one to four. It wouldn't at all. Garrett Wilson's going to eat. He's hungry. He's got a chip on his shoulder. Aaron Rodgers has got a chip on his shoulder. The Jets look fantastic. The Jets are on a mission. They even went after Dalvin Cook for that very reason, to double down on every single as aspect of the team they could. Where's their risk level? Where's their potential hole in the ship? Let's plug it. Let's double plug it. Let's put duct tape on the plug. And let's. And that's what they did with Dalvin Cook. And it's, it's a smart move. I would have signed him too. Even as a Brees Hall fan, if I was in charge of things, I would have said, where's a potential vulnerability with a guy like Aaron Rodgers? You have one to two years left. He says he's playing two, but I'm going to say you got it planned for it being one. You never know. Let's win a championship or this is all for nothing. Like, so what, what is he, what does he utilize more than maybe his number one wide receiver? His running back. What happens if Brees goes down or Brees isn't ready? Let's get Dalvin Cook in there because then we have two of them. And we can rotate them if we want. We can keep them fresh. We can, in the playoffs, be un unstoppable in terms of utilizing the running back. So it's a smart move. It doesn't mean that Brees Hall can't be a top 5-10 to 10 running back this year, though. Right. That was beautiful, Smitty. I appreciate you, man. All right. We'll see you later, Jimmy. All right, yep. Mystic, final thoughts, Mystic. Hey, just real quick, uh, I don't want to, like, say my whole team. It's, I know it's, like, a real jumble there, but if I just say it, I'm going to face it in the chat real quick. It's just a quick redraft team. Uh, just let me know your thoughts on it. Okay, while you do that, let me just read this real quick. What's good, Smitty? Rate my 12-man PPR. Lamar, Mixon, Gibbs, J JJ Lockett, Dulcich, Sanders. I like your squad. I'm not a big fan of Sanders. I'm not a big fan of Mixon, and I'm not a big fan of Lockett. Not that Lockett's not steady Eddie and all that. I know everyone's so excited about Lockett now uh, because he's he's doubted and everybody likes to defend him. But I'm trading him. I'm trading him and Mixon together for one better, bigger running back. You've already got Gibbs, so I would have said Gibbs. I would trade him for... I would trade Sanders and Pittman for Walker, if you can pull that off. Hall, if you can pull that off. I'd trade Lockett and, and Sanders for... I'd trade Lockett and Pittman for Debo. I'd trade Lockett and Sanders for Ridley. I'd trade Lockett and Sanders for a, a number of players that are going in that like two, three turn territory. And I think you can buy them. Sometimes people trade Pollard for that. Pollard sometimes goes late second round. And maybe if you look at Lockett and, and Mixon, Mixon sometimes goes in the third round. So is it that big of a stretch to say you give up Mixon and Lockett to get Pollard, to get a Garrett Wilson type wide receiver? I think those are all doable, and those are things that I would attack with this team if it was mine. Uh, 275 in here. Hit that thumb up button if you could. All right, go go ahead, uh, Mystic. Yeah, uh, I think with my uh, team in chat. It's just a few messages up. Okay. 12-team redraft, two running back, two wide receiver, two flex. Lamar, Bijan, Najee, Javante, Sharbs, Kendra, 
Garrett Wilson, London, Ayuk, Pickens, Elijah Moore. It's a good squad. Good squad. I'm a little concerned of Najee. I just feel like I, I like I was excited after his last preseason game. He had like 4.5 <laughs> yards per carry or more, and I started to get a little bit more like belie- believing he's not in a threat of running back by committee, um, uh, that type of situation. And I just I don't know. There's so much Jalen Warren buzz, and it, it's legitimate. You know, I don't think Jalen Warren's an, an every down back in the National Football League, but I think he's going to be a thorn in his side potentially. So I don't, I don't know. I like Najee, but like, who could you? Can you get a? Can you get a Gibbs? You know, can you trade Najee for Gibbs? Can you do that without giving up too much? Can you do it straight up? Like that's what I'd be looking to maybe do. I love London and Garrett Wilson. I love Pickens. Ayuk's expendable if you need to use him to make a move like that. Ayuk's expendable if you wanted to maybe upgrade. If you didn't love Lamar, and I'm not saying you can't love Lamar. But I would love to get Fields or Joe Burrow or Mahomes using an Iuke if something like that could happen. Um, Walker's not on this team, but Charbonnet is. So you got that ability to maneuver in that direction. You could probably trade Najee for Walker and maybe even get like a Pacheco or something. Or you get a a, a potential, I don't know, um, another player. Just another player. <clears throat> Good squad. Yeah, yeah. Good I, squad. I, I just got a nausea at the like mid to late fourth, so I just I couldn't pass up on it. That was the only reason why. All right, bro. Appreciate you. Have a good night, man. Later. All right. Um, Cali Loco, final thoughts. All right, Cali Loco. Are you on mute? Sorry. Yeah. Final What's up? thought. Uh, CMC, uh, you know, might not be worth the pick. Like you've been saying, volume. Volume could be questioned. I like him. You know, I wouldn't mind getting him, but, um, hey, give me Bijan. I'm fine with it. boy, Appreciate you, Kelly. We'll see you later. Well, um, Avi, final thoughts? Yeah, I got three nice things for you. I just want to say, committee lets us share our opinions anytime, any place. Uh, fantasy football is adapting and adjust, and you'll never hear someone change his opinion to help a community out. Football changes week to week, and hey, we might not disagree and stuff, but Justin Fields and Jameer Gibbs to the moon. All right, later, Avi. Appreciate you. It. Later. Later. Uh, Mars, man, rock out. Uh, any final thoughts, bro? He might have fell asleep. He's snoring. Rock out. Hello. Rock out. Ma. All right. He fell asleep. All right, Denny, what's up? What's up, Denny? Uh, is all I got to say. Um, I wasn't around for a minute. Um, I need to know what happened with uh, Ron Navy. Did something happen? Um, Ron's just kind of playing, laying low. He's got a lot on his plate right now. So I, I, I'll let Ron speak for him. I don't, I don't like speaking for other people in their personal situations or whatever, but we're throwing prayers up for Miss Navy. He's going through a lot right now with that. So we're just, we're just continuing to throw prayers up for Ron and his family right now. So I, I don't like, I don't like digging into other people's stuff over and over, you know, like if they want to talk about it, they can talk about it and all that, you know, but just, just, you know, he's going through a lot. So just throw up prayers for Ron. 
absolutely. Yeah. Uh, you know, for his out and um, he's uh, I mean, he was on there when I first got on here, like a couple of years ago or something, and uh, his rhyme was always dropping. Uh, he's always dropping shit, and uh, uh, man, I, I hope he's doing all right. I, I I know you guys are okay, like. I, sometimes I couldn't stand it that he's on there all the time, but I, I, I just <laughs> all right, Denny. All right, De- good, good talk, Denny. Any, uh, anything else? Anything else you want to add? I do got to run, but I, I wanted to say bye to you. But you can't get on. Don't get on here next time and yell at the people that you. You can't. You can't do that. You can get. You can get all hot and bothered. Oh, but, yeah, I mean, what would I yell at? Uh, let's let's, let's yell not at? let's not get into it again. I I, I think you probably no. didn't, you probably didn't hear what you even said. All right. Hey, Denny, appreciate you. I don't know if you do. All right, Denny. Yeah. De- Denny's mad at me for the first yeah. time. Denny, you, you, you're... I'm now mad at you. I'm actually mad at you. Why are you mad at me when you're yelling at my people on the phone line and I have to hang up on you because you're yelling at me? You're like, I'm, gonna, I'm where do you... I'm going to come over there and that's when I draw the line. You can't say stuff like that, Denny. The only time I ever got when people talk bad about you, man, because I got your back. And I appreciate that, but I, I still have to manage the phone line. And sometimes you got to admit you make it difficult when you Ooh, when you and you don't mute, and and I have to navigate it. I can't take phone calls where you're like, "Look at this guy, say chub again, say chub again, say chub again." That's what you kept saying. I can't have a conversation with eight people on the on the phone, Denny, when you're doing that. That's all I'm saying. It's me. I gotta tell you something. I think you do a hell of a job. I really think that. Thank you, Denny. Thank you, Denny. Were you doing all that? And I don't mean to make it hard, but I just find it awesome the way you do it. I mean, I think it's awesome that you do it, like that you listen. I'm not, I don't even get in trying to make, uh, you know, a hard time for anyone, but I just love the way you deal with it. Like, I think it's awesome, man. Danny, I appreciate I, you. I, I, All right. I really appreciate you, Smitty. All right, you know Danny. What I, mean? I appreciate yep. you. All right. I'm going to go to bed. I'm going to go to bed. I love you, pal. Call in tomorrow, okay? I love you, Smitty. Later, Danny. Appreciate you. Bye. It's like, it's, it's, sometimes it's like babysitting. You know, sometimes. Uh, I think I got all the, the super chats out of the way. Um, you know, occasionally people want to see the Mars men and Moon men. I got Cassio. Cassio says, "What's good, Smitty? Rate my twelve-man team: Lamar, Mixon, Gibbs, J." Did I get this one already? Yeah, I did. I, I handled that one. Yeah. Hopefully, those those tips help. And then Christopher's team. Did I get to this one? Christopher said, uh, "How's my team? Or should I upgrade or drop Goff, Bijan, Walker, Wilson?" London. So I love Garrett Wilson and London and Andrews and Gibbs and Bijan and Walker. And I, I mean, bro, not nothing. It's great. Except for golf. Golf could be okay. I'm not trying to, to rip on golf, but like, would I want you to get T law? Absolutely. Will flowers help you get there? Maybe. Will Dalvin cook help you get there? You don't have Bree, uh, Brees Hall. So I would definitely trade Dalvin 
cook. So cooking flowers, maybe you got to wait till week one, week two. Maybe somebody cut somebody. Um, Purdy's available on waivers. A lot of the time, he's kind of a crafty second quarterback to pair with golf, so you kind of feel a little protected. Make sure Jordan Love isn't out on waivers. But Aaron Rodgers is a nice buy low. Usually people that own Aaron Rodgers may not have him as their starter, and I would love to have Roger, Rodgers in golf, and then I feel comfortable. But T-Law using golf and flowers after week one, two, just kind of play it by ear. Buy low season will be important for you because you might need to wait for it in order to upgrade that, that QB room without touching those monsters. I like everything else. Absolutely fantastic job. Um Thank you, Christopher, for the super chat. Christopher, you're still here. Sometimes I, I don't get the super chat immediately, and then it takes a minute. So sorry you had to wait on that one. I know you were asking if I saw it. I did. There it is. Appreciate you. Uh, Reebok, appreciate you. Uh, Alexander, appreciate you. I'll see you all later. I'm heading out of here. Thank you all. And uh, sorry if some of your feathers got ruffled tonight. I know a lot of you don't want to hear CMC's of a, a void for me. I could be wrong. Trust your gut. But uh, so far, we're, we're three of three. So, I don't know. I'm just saying, you know. I'm just saying. Maybe I'm wrong on this one. Maybe I'm a year early. But I think there was two years there over the last three where we all pretty much thought that his time was done. And now he plays another full season and we're still okay with him for another season after that. All I'm saying is remember back after his two seasons of, of missing time, walking into last year, he was a very risky top one to five running back and now all of a sudden he's not he's gifted another year uh not like a one-up like a he's getting like on mario brothers like he just runs into a mushroom and he gets a one-up all of a sudden i don't know i just feel like i just feel like we're we're giving him too much leeway too much leeway in an offense where everyone's getting hurt every single year the running back room, all seven running backs the year prior to last year were injured. Debo had to be the starting running back for a handful of games. They injured all seven of their running backs. Last year, the Niners injured every single one of their quarterbacks. They didn't have a quarterback left. They lost because of it. This is a aggressive system and scheme where the coach does put his players in vulnerable positions, overworks them in weird ways, and if McCaffrey's not overworked, after a boatload of mileage and red flags galore, in my opinion, he's going to be dialed back to stay healthy. And if the Niners are up and beating teams in the third and fourth quarter and looking dominant, let's say if they have a really dominant season, they're going to potentially not be running this man in the fourth quarter. They'll be running a lot of Eli Mitchell. It just could be a mix of injury concern mixed with usage concern that has fantasy football owners frustrated from one level to the next avoid the man at number one running back value do i avoid him period i don't think so depends where he'd fall but i certainly wouldn't put all my eggs in one basket no matter where his adp was christian mccaffrey is and will be for the rest of the offseason to me one of the bigger avoids in 2023 given the cost of entry very important words to use given the cost of entry i'll see you all tomorrow The Moon Men, dropping loads in outer space. Look at this list. Space Moses. Look at the Moon Men list, ladies and gentlemen. It's glory. And I think we, we may or may not add one more. 
because we're getting close to cutting it off. I definitely need to add to the mid-season monster list. We need this to be like eight deep at least. So I'm going to add probably four more mid-season monsters and maybe, maybe one more Marsmen. He's on a shuttle to Mars. Marsmen. These are league winners, ladies and gentlemen. League winners. Loads dropping and spinning aimlessly in space. Later. Live at 8 p.m. Eastern, Monday through Friday. Live whenever news breaks. And the graveyard shift. Let's go. Thank you to all the super chatters. Christopher, um, Chris, did you get my, I'm sure you were here, right? Okay, he, he did get it. Okay, thank you, Christopher. I just want to make sure you were taken care of. Brian with the first super chat of the night. Racing Boy, Derek, Avi, Joey, AR5, uh, Brian, um, Racing Boy, Clem, Black Falcon, Joey, Sean, Max, Charles T, uh, Patel, Charles T, Riviera, Golf, Detest, Comma, Golf, Golf of the 20, Millie, Jack of Glass, the 20, Wick, appreciate you, Sean Wick, Casio, Casio, and Christopher. Deuces, everybody. See you tomorrow.